passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Still good, I want. Don't ever drive, man. It'll come to you. Fall asleep on the gate out back. Keep coming top here. Keep coming. Keep coming. Bottom three. Bottom three wide. Go, 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 go. Door. Bumper. Clear. Still there. Bumper. Bumper. Clear. 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 Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. My name is Casey Boat, the host sometimes and official babysitter of these guys. Uh, Speaking t- of babies. Oh. oh. Well, Yeah. Uh, yeah, TJ, oh, who happened? are you? What happened? <laughs> what happened? You want me to describe it? I can, really I can explain how this happened. If you we're know. really starting off strong. Uh, yes, yes. Thank I'm you. Uh, baby boat. Happy for I guess there's probably a bunch of baby boats. So somebody sent me a tweet over mm-hmm. the winter, and it said, if I were Chad Boat, I would keep Casey pregnant. So I sent the tweet to Casey, and ironically, oh. she was already pregnant. Good work. Yeah. Good work. Yes, so she said she was going to use it for her baby announcement, but she didn't. <laughs> well, I figured maybe a picture with Chloe is classier. There were a few more of like, it's about time, Chad, or congratulations, Chad. Nothing, nothing for me, but yes, thank you. Uh, we'll keep the show rolling, though. There's the men do the heavy lifting, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. All of it. That's <laughs> true. Whatever. 100%. Casey. Uh, <laughs> TJ, who did you spot for this weekend? Oh, I had, um, <clears throat> who did I have? I had, uh. It was a long week. Yeah, it was, it's been a long week. Um, I had a guy that's famously quoted, uh, "I'm either I'm going to put my foot on the floor, and I'm either going to meet God or see a checker oh, flag." Yeah. So that was yeah, Andy J in the yeah. Arca race. I yeah. seen a, the heat that his car was in the next restart. Yeah, we so almost yeah. met heat. God. So yeah. <laughs> um, I had Bailey Curry in the trucks and Brad, of course. So long week though. Brad Griffin spotter this year for Richard Childress Racing on oh, another, another seven Cup races. And number one on my list is Chicago Street Course for yeah. all you haters out there. <laughs> That's karma. So I'll see y'all in Chicago. That's, That's karma. ironic. Yeah. How <laughs> about St. Louis? Karma. <laughs> I'm going to St. Louis, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to hang out with Freddie. Wow. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of fringe benefits in that town if you're around Freddie. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Which just, driver? Just say no. I can't tell you which driver. Oh, yet. my God. Some it's a secret. Come on. Like we don't probably already. Oh, right. can't. If we no. guess it, will you say it? I no, can't tell yeah, you. I can't confirm it. or deny anything mm-hmm. else. Oh, jeez. What's up, Freddie Kraft? Spotter for Kyle Sieg. Unfortunately, didn't make the race last night. Um, who do I have in trucks? Ty Dillon. Long week, Freddie. Six laps <laughs> in the truck race. Justin Bonsignor, 20 laps in the Arca race. So my weekend was pretty 
until our new guest in the studio, Bubba Wallace, picked up the slack last night and got us a top five out of the deal. What's up, B? What up, homies? About time you guys invited me on the show. Well, We've invited you. Yeah. Listen, listen here. Bullshit. Son of a just so dumb that he's been on the show before. <laughs> no. he's been, I just this one time. I've never, I've never been on. The, this, this it was virtual. It was virtual, yeah, but nah, you were nah, still nah. on the show. I got an episode. It's Bubba Wallace, DBC. Yeah. So on that show, I asked you on that on that literally on the show. I said, "Have you talked to Michael Jordan?" And you said no. And it wasn't a month later you were driving for him. Remember that? Because yeah. Freddie hits me under the table. He's like. You can't say that. I was like, "Why not?" I was oh, yeah, like, I "Remember that?" Because I, Damn, we had just talked about that. it. So we, me and Bubba had just talked about it literally like the day before that podcast. He's like, "I think I'm going to." And I had not talked to him. And I <laughs> yeah, hadn't yeah. talked to Bubba. I mean, I had talked to Brett. So then I'm sitting on the show and I'm like, "We're just going." He goes, "You talked to Michael Jordan?" I'm like, what? "Yo." <laughs> I'm like, "What the?" F-? I'm like, "Bubba's going to think I went back and told Brett about this." <laughs> Hey, we he just did. talked he about told this me. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, by the way, we're driving for him. <laughs> Y'all didn't know. <laughs> I love it. Oh, That's man. Funny. What's up? How was your week in Daytona? My week? Oh, God. I forgot. You moved there. I moved there. I, so I tried to get Bubba to come on. I said, when are you going to Daytona? So he said Thursday. So I thought he meant Thursday, like the, the week leading up to the 500 or something. And I was like, all right, you want to do the, the episode after the clash? He's like, no, I'm going to be in Florida. I'm like, oh, you mean you're leaving Thursday as in like tomorrow? This yeah. is back like the beginning. January oh, yeah, 18th, like January. So then he just moved to Florida for a month. Like, you know, no income Damn. tax there. <laughs> I don't think it works if you just live there yeah, for a month. Yeah, it doesn't work. Hell, we get charged in every state we race in, so it don't matter. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Did you like live in the motherhome? Yeah. yeah. I Why? Am. I mean, of all places. My motorhome's nice, by the way, Casey. I, I mean, uh, no, but I'm talking about yeah, Florida. Damn, it's I nice in my house. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Um, so you go to Florida all the time, Casey. I know. I'm from there. I'm just saying what. Uh, well, so I had to go down for IMSA, right? And yep. so we did the Roar. Great experience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did the Roar. Um, and, and I was asked by this. I appreciate Toyota for, you know, listening to me and wanting to help me out. And so I've never paid attention to the Rolex race until the green flag dropped and then the checker flag fell. That was it. So they're like, hey, we got an opportunity. You want to do the roar? And I'm like, yeah, sign me up. What the f- is the roar? <laughs> I didn't find out what the roar was because the roar was over with. <laughs> We're down there <laughs> testing. And they're like, all right, well, that was the roar. And I'm like, oh, so I'm not racing? They're like, no, 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 we'll race next weekend. <laughs> I was completely lost doing that. Dude, that's funny. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, so we went down for, uh, what, that was three days of testing, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Were you there, Spot? No, we didn't go to the, the Roar. We uh, okay. came down midweek. Got you. Uh, so then I flew back home. Amanda was the one that stayed down for a full month. Uh, I had to come back for a couple production days. Um, but the weather was a little bit nicer down there, and you just kind of got away for a little bit. It wasn't really vacation because there's not to do in Daytona. Um, but it was just nice to get away for a little bit and enjoy the Florida weather. The I mean, we can we can cut this if you can't talk about it, but this <coughs> son of a got disqualified twice in the same race, I think. Twice? <laughs> oh. How do you do that? He, he got disqualified in qualifying because I guess he touched the car. Right, or so, something. yeah. I got out what? qualifying. I, I pull down pit road, and I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to go any faster. So I'm getting out, and the team's talking to me, and they're like, you know, good job. And I'm getting out, so there, talk to them, shut the door. I get back to the bus, and Kevin Conway, um, he was kind of like, he's running that whole deal for Smooge over there. And he was in the second team car. Well, he calls me. He's like, hey, are you around? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, can you come back over here? We got something on our hands. And I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, we qualified 20th. 
There's 27 cars. Qualified 20. So I called him. I'm like, what's up? He was like, uh, they're DQing you for getting out of the car. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so we go down there and told uh, told him. So like, hey, I was doing an interview. Like, I had to get out, you know, promoting the sport. Not the case. <laughs> Just got out because that's what we usually do. <laughs> and I come find out if they DQ'd us. It wasn't because I got out. It was because I touched the door to close it. Touching wow. the car. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So we went from 20th to 27th. By lap one, I was back to 20th. So. <clears throat> yeah, big difference there. <laughs> yeah, big difference. Um, and then I go run my stint, and I'm all done. And the team's like, all right, well, we're going to run John Hunter next, and then Corey Hyam's going to finish this out. So I think you're pretty good. You know, you, you ran your allotted time. No, nope, I didn't. <laughs> So you <laughs> You have like a mandatory amount of time you have I had to run 40 minutes. Yeah. 39 minutes. 20 <laughs> seconds for old B. Wallace. Solid. DQ'd. DQ'd again. 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 That, that's not We fun. blew up with eight minutes to go. <laughs> DQ'd. <laughs> and you guys complain about the NASCAR Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Well, on uh, continuing on to Daytona, let's move on to this weather fun-filled weekend week tj how many cars you wrecked down there just curious uh you'd like oh he said none he'll tell you none he didn't do anything wrong you how many no nah, like how many cars did brad drive through i usually we said it by how many caught on fire dude um, he's, he's common denominator <laughs> yeah I know. it's a lot 21 <laughs> two years ago he dumped 21 well that was bad yeah <laughs> that was pretty bad yeah that was really that was that that first year yeah that was he really jumped bad. to 21 this weekend well, 21 is in a bad spot. Yeah, um, was he just right yeah, in the middle in front of you. <laughs> yeah. No, he was, he was in the whole other lane. He should have been six. in a better spot. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Harrison. Yeah, Damn he, it. Was, he, was in a, he was in a very uh, bad scenario. Yeah, there. yeah. There's a car outside me that's getting pushed by Brad. That's a bad spot. i got to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bub, there's a guy outside with Brad on his bumper. You might want to move to the left as far as you can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think if you look at the common denominators, though, it's guys that don't. There's one common denominator. No, there's it's Brad no. Keselowski. It's guy to six behind him. <laughs> That's what you would say. I know. That. I don't know which one of you idiots did it last night, but there was somebody on Couch Racer that wrote Brad Push with just a lowercase r, so it said bad push like we always. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, is you, like is your radio working during all that? I'm just curious. Well, so yeah, it, the, my question is like, if you want to talk about it, then oh, we're talking. Oh, we can we can get into why we like, talk about it. We could talk about it because show me the data. If you want to see the how these happen, don't. I mean, the only reason that that Denny didn't cause a big wreck in that dual race because he pulled up seven mile an hour, six seven mile an hour slower then the guy coming to him is because McDowell got got shuffled out right there. Otherwise, there's probably a bunch of us that are going to wreck right there. And these guys are pulling up. But we didn't wreck, right? Thank God, because one got shuffled out of line. Thank God. I mean, we were all going to be piled into that one. These guys are pulling up with no run, and they just put the brakes on. And you don't really, like, like Talladega, Hosfar pulls up in front of Brad. Oh, my car doesn't drive very good, but I'm going to pull up and try to get pushed to the front. So you would – if you pull up to the third lane, what do you expect to have happen? If you go to the third lane, what are you doing it for? Yeah, you're, you're trying to go forward. You're trying to go forward. But if you can't take a push and your car is driving like crap, then why would you pull to the third lane without, first of all, no momentum? Like, if you're going to go third lane, what do you do? You build a run. Yep. You start it. You pull it. Yep. These guys are pulling up there, and the kid's spotting for the 42s. Like, I told him to go up there. Who's spotting for him? Blanchard. 
Oh. <laughs> it's like, <Mr>. but <laughs> this is where <laughs> you like do your homework, like learn where, how these guys like well, I didn't you. Think he did. Any, he didn't do anything wrong. That was they didn't like pull up with no momentum. They pulled up and you didn't catch them till off of four. Like it wasn't like they pulled up and stacked you up. By the time we got back, well, no, he stacked us up in three and four. He absolutely stacked us up. We had to hit the brakes because he, John Hunter pulled up in the middle of the corner, and I then we came back to him. I didn't think that was a bad pull. I would have done the no, same that. That wasn't, but th- that formed the gap, and then he just stays up there to do that, and then we got a guy pushing us to him, so we're going to have more of a run. So the block started in three and four in the middle of the corner when he was, he was doing the, well, I'm kind of going to come up, but I'm not going to come up. So Brad hits the brakes, and then the gap forms, and then we got the guy shoving us because we're in the third lane. We're trying to go forward. And – you can't. You can only stay up there when you get to the guy, and then you're pushing a guy that you really haven't had a lot of experience, and everyone's lined up. And John Hunter, they just come off center a little bit, and Brad thinks he's going to be here, and John Hunter moves here two feet. All it takes is two feet with them bumpers, and when you come back, you're going to get hooked. So, guys, I think you had it's TJ just talking a, more than he's a, ever talked. On probably, this show. it's just a coincidence. I fell asleep twice. <laughs> it's during just that deal. Well, everybody on Twitter wants like, to know it's like what the first TJ's stage. take was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, do you like learn the like these guys need to learn the etiquette of trying to pull that lane if you're going to do it? Don't just go up there. I listen. I think that deal was. I you know I think that I I thought Brad was more at fault on Thursday night than he was on Saturday, Sunday because or Monday whatever day it was, but because I, I I think that deal was. I don't think John Hunter by any means was out of line for making the movie. He wasn't made. way slower. Anything, and then but. and then I think that he just got light off a of four and Brad hit him at the wrong time and turned him. I don't think mm-hmm. that was. He wasn't like, stacking. It wasn't like he there. was shoving him and they got turned. Yeah. yeah. But that deal on Thursday night <laughs> where he pushed the eight through the back of the twenty four, that was a little bit questionable, especially when Brad gets on TV and says he didn't know the twenty four was in that. Well, way. so what happened yeah. is oh, that's one hundred percent your fault. <laughs> Notice that. So what happened is when Blaney went to throw that block. Or no, Blaney went to move up and then came back. How many red? Did you spot this weekend? No, but I watched Good. you wreck out the field every every, <laughs> every time they come back from commercial to six and wreck somebody else. Well, I'm glad you were there to witness it, Brett. Brad said he couldn't see the twenty four or the the twenty four because he said he didn't know he was there. Yes, because when Blaney went to move up, the twenty four reacted in front of him, and Brad can't. Then twenty, the twelve came back. And as soon as we started pushing him, I'm yelling tight, 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 tight. But Brad didn't know there was still somebody in front of him because the runs happen so fast that I'm yelling tight. And by the time Brad lifts, they're already basically tight. So just mm. now, now on to another wreck that happened. And Jeff Cluck t- tweeted this out. Who? Jeff Cluck. Jeff Cluck. Cluck. Said Cluck. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Did you hear Bob Jeff Crass Cluck. and Jeff Cluck. <laughs> What? You're the worst. Um, <laughs> he, he I don't make you say this. He <laughs> out a few, a few of the comments that Alex had to make about, you know, causing the big one. And Bubba, this is for you. He said he didn't even know what happened. That he had no idea he caused it. Do you guys just like black out? Because I feel like this is something we talked about <laughs> with Ross too. Where you can't see, or you just make it up. So Alex Bowman is pushing the 24. The 24 causes a wreck. And Alex did not know what caused the wreck. He said he didn't know. Right. Said he couldn't see it. <laughs> did he not know he was pushing the 24? He said, <laughs> Jeff said, on the wreck with the bump, you were you all just going for it? And what happened there? And he said, yeah, I didn't really see what started it. I feel like it started in the third lane. Like It did, right when you pushed William out of shape and he hooked the guys <laughs> in the third lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I would have... If I was Alex, I, if that was me in that scenario, I would – oh, that one's on me for sure. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. I mean, you've been doing this a long time, 
and, and you're good at play racing, super speedway racing, whatever we want to call it. How much over the years has your ability to see gone down from when you started? A lot. Um, actually, I take that back because I don't, I don't remember my first one. That's uh, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Usually no, the first my, one's the best one. My first second. one. No, 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 no. My first one was in, when uh, Joel was spotting for me in the 43. In the, speedway, oh. in the cup car. Oh, that's right. In Ju- July uh, race. Yeah, July race in 17. Um, and I, I don't remember, but I've always been, like, the guy to – spotters probably talk shit about us, but I'm always left. I'm always looking – the whole race, I was super mindful of it because I didn't want to eat my words that I've been trying to preach to Harrison, who's run over me three times now, or Raja when I went to his ass after the truck race, but it's always being aware I when I'm when I'm pushing somebody and like we're trying to go forward, that's the only time I'm looking at that bumper to make sure I'm lined up. Other than that, I am spotting myself. Thank God. Yeah, because we got <laughs> homeboy over here. Logano's leading both duels here. Like how the <laughs> how the <laughs> that happened? Um, but I am always <laughs> what? I am always looking ten car lengths up ahead of me. So so you fade left so you can see. Yes. Yeah. And that puts me in a bad spot with the bottom line because if I'm running top, bottom line's there. Yeah, it gets for close. Sure. It gets very close. That left rear gets close. Yeah, and, but <laughs> I'm mindful of that too. I'm like, okay, I'm crowding these guys. Let me come up. But I want to see what's happening because I see who's around me. I'm like, all right, I, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. But, oh, they're getting dicey up there. I need to watch this to call it in case he doesn't see it in that split second. So I don't remember what year it changed, but I remember after practice, you know, Elliot sat me down and he said, look – you're phenomenal at keeping me updated on the runs and the gaps. Mm-hmm. I can't see anymore out front. You got to tell me the gap in front of the car that I'm behind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. So, so I mean, for you guys, when, when Alex says he didn't see it, he obviously saw himself pushing the 24, but he may not have saw what happened. Yeah, but it's usually like, oh, I didn't see the car in front of the 24 <clears throat> wreck. You now, turned the 24 into, into the six. six. Six into the yeah. 22. 24 right? goes – yeah, pretty sure you should see that. I yeah, I don't know. Now, Freddie, would you typically tell Bubba, like, yeah, that was So, good. like, in that scenario, they looked like they were hooked up and they were rolling pretty good, pushing them. So, at that point, I'm just counting Bubba down to what we're going to hit, you know, with what William was going to run into. It's three, two, one, tight. And it was, I think what got screwy was, like, you guys, not that you did anything wrong, like, you pulled down a little bit more and William tried to, like, Change lanes he to was fill the us, middle, yeah. and I think I think he was like when he started to move any at any time. Like once he moved, like that push got him out of you shape. You can't move with the yeah. Chevy bumpers that well. Yeah. You can't change lanes with you, those bumpers. You know what's what's funny about that is, like I go back to last year, and it was about to happen last night, but we're so like, I am so like, oh, I'm not going to push in the corners. Like I don't I don't want to cause a big wreck down the straightaways. I'll push you all I can. Try to be center. Batting record is pretty good at not causing a wreck. Great. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I just wadded up the field in Atlanta. Yeah, here we <laughs> go. Yeah. I'll wreck myself like I did last year. That's okay. Um, but when it's last lap, obviously everything's out the window. I'm like, how in the hell are we not crashing right now? Because I remember pushing the eight for a whole corner or a whole lap last year. And yeah, super easy. But 50 laps into the race, I'm like, Oh my God! I'm gonna crash him. <laughs> Other than that, I'm like, hang on, motherfucker. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, that that push at the end of the backstretch, like you gotta, and if you're changing lanes, that's where it gets dicey because yeah. the, yeah. the guy pushing, you know, and finally, 
like I saw Brad, and I, I thought we were actually probably going to wreck with the one car because the one was not going to relinquish the front, oh, the lead without. That's when I started telling. We were yeah. having our own issues yeah. at that point. I'm like, they're going to wreck. It's yeah. just that one is over here just being. Ridiculous. I mean, he had the whole track covered. <laughs> so, um, but we finally got inside the one, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna. And we wanted to get to the lead, so and 24 was going with us, so I think we could have cleared the one, but. Never got a, never really got. The thing that drives me crazy about plate racing is like the two guys that start the big one and wreck the whole Make field, it. finish, finish <clears throat> first, first and second. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Sons yeah. Of and that, that was honestly some of the best super speedway racing with this package that I've seen at the very end there, whenever they were dicing up up front. There was almost a wreck into one, maybe a few laps before that. You remember that? Like, did you see them yeah, all lifted? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was almost a big yeah, wreck yeah, into yeah. one, yeah. and everybody lifted and took care of each other, and it was like, Oh, that's that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, and it was. I'll tell you what's not cool is this package. I hate this package. It's the worst. Like we were literally riding around out there four seconds off the pace in the beginning of the race. Like what the? What's running? minimum speed? <laughs> Y'all were running fifty-two flats as a pack. <laughs> wow. I don't what's know if it ever speed? was it that slow, dude. It was like a fifty-one seventy, one hundred seventy miles an hour is what y'all were doing. Yeah. AJ Almendinger was running by himself faster than y'all were. It's just I, I yeah. get it. Like I see people, and like Glucks polls are like eighty percent great race, and I'm like, it must look great on television because I ask, always ask Amanda after the race. I sit there in the bus, and I was like, well, how how did it look? She'll say, yeah, it was boring, and I was like, last night, boring race. She's like, no, it was crazy. That's what I, like I think it was saying the same thing. It's, a, it's, it's, it's because the there's co- like there's technically comers and goers. Like the whole race, somebody was willing to drive to yeah. the front, but it's such fool's gold. Like you're. Like, all right, I'm gonna drive to the front. All right, great. I come down pit road. Now I'm last again. And you can't like we're Jr. One of our engineers said it best. I thought yesterday in our pre-race stuff. He's like, this is three duels. It's three duels. So you go out there, you ride around for 40 laps, save whatever fuel you can, come into pits, hope you cycle to the front, and now you got to run a 20 lap, you know, stage to the end. Yeah. It, it's like you can drive up there. Go ahead. Like we, a couple times, like that. Like normally in years past, me and Bubba would take that top line every time. I knew he was going. And we would just drive to the front and, and, and be leading or control the race. Well, it was pointless uh-huh. to do that yesterday because we'd come down pit road, need one more second of fuel than everybody else, and now you're last again. It's like uh, Kyle. Uh, Kyle has a tire problem. Yeah. And normally when you get mired in the back, Daytona's it's tough to get back up it through. Is. Is. And he drove right back yeah, to the if front. If you're willing to yeah. go, like you could drive by the whole field. They're running mm-hmm. like 50. The leaders mm-hmm. are running 50% throttle leading the race. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I seen 20% one time for a lot. <laughs> on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if it looks good on TV, we're never going to change it. But f- it's boring. Like it's it's. I used to love spotting these races. I used to look forward to these, and it's now I dread it because yeah, you don't even know what I, you should be doing. Like yeah. you don't know, and it seems you're like not, you're not racing <clears throat> until the very end. Yeah, the last twenty laps. Yeah. Somebody, a friend of mine, texted me yesterday, and she's like, "Oh, it's going to be you know, uh, can you delay the start any? I'm not going to be home from work until five o'clock." So I'm like, "Don't worry, we ain't going to race till seven thirty. And that's just like the 7.30 was like the big one. It was like 7.35. Yeah. And she texts me. She's like, oh, uh, you were right. <laughs> but it's just like, I, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It just sucks. Like, it just sucks. Because you could see, you could visually, maybe the average fan camp, like the, like the guys that have done it forever, like you could just sit up there and go, and, this is slow. Like, we're, <laughs> we're really yeah. slow. How do you fix it? I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about that. You can't get, like, the stage, it's not stage thing. No, it's. Because you're. It's it's fuel capacity, right? You're gonna save fuel no matter what. Exactly. You're gonna save so. fuel, so I, I don't know. Yeah, we saw. I think it came to fruition, as TJ likes to say. Um, the year, <laughs> yeah. the year Ricky won was that last year yep. when yeah. he was just the one. Like he he had like topped off one restart before the last one, and and when then we all came down and he just put less fuel in, cycled to the lead and won the race, or cycled to the front and won the race, and it was like everybody's like, 
uh-huh, well, if we just put less fuel in the last pit stop, like we're all going to be in good shape. So now that's all we do. Like, yeah. when have you ever seen the whole field come down pit road on a lap 10 caution? <laughs> that's what we yeah. all did yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just, I, I don't know how you fix it, but, man, it's, it's, it's not fun. And then, like I was telling, we were talking about, like, strategy-wise, I was like, the only thing we can't do is become last at the end of the race. Like, you just can't do it because there's nowhere to go. Like, you, might be, able to, you, might, be able to, you might be able to get up there, like, yeah. and get in the yeah. top 10 maybe, but – if, and then so it just breaks. Like, we got lucky yesterday. Like, three or four guys decided to go to the top, and we just filled the middle and, and, and found some holes. But, like, if those guys don't go to the top, like, you're just going to ride around two by two and, and finish 15th or something like that. So it's just yeah. – it's one, hard. one thing I noticed, too, <clears throat> William gets out of the car, and he looks like he's just left a barbershop. Like, he's not sweating – Oh, Are, yeah. Like yeah. what? What? What is making y'all so much more cool inside Bubba the car? Bubba was probably sweating. This son <laughs> sweats. <laughs> He's fine. probably sweating right now. I, I, He's sweating <laughs> now. <laughs> I was with that bright ass light on over on the green screen. You uh, know, with your titty lights, you don't yeah. like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You'll never unsee it now. <laughs> You'll never unsee it. Uh, Just, uh, uh, damn, I'm lost. Uh, oh, hey, cool. is, it, is, it, is it the cool shirts? Yeah. What is it? It's cool shirts for sure. Uh, that helped me out a lot. But also, I mean, it was pretty cold last night. It was, night it was chilly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cold. <laughs> um, so that helped out. But um, yeah, we got the, our 23 stuff is, is solid. Everybody at 2311 does a solid job of making sure the drivers are cool. Um, but yeah, I was good. I, of I of all the things that we saw in the broadcast, I would say probably when y'all looked the damn toughest you ever looked was when they went back in one of the the wrecks and they actually were showing the in car cameras and how violent it yeah. is inside the car. Mm-hmm. And um, they made a comment that, that this new wheel, the new the new steering pinions and all the crap y'all got in there now, like it'll it'll snap your wrist worse than the other ones. Yeah, did Blaney get his hand caught? Uh, Blaney got his hand caught. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to be careful. Um, I don't know if I've had any close calls uh, with the wheel. We are so f- this week. I know. He's going to be in a sling, <laughs> just wreck the field. Just, just a different different type, different feel, uh, everything with this next-gen car. So uh, definitely have to be mindful for sure. And and it's hard because I think he's got sideswiped or something. Yeah, I didn't I see that wreck. Or I didn't see him in that wreck, but Amanda says like he hit the wall or something, and that got him. So yeah, it'll, you can see it clearly you. on the replay, can you? Yeah. You know what's like? I remember the first person I really remember letting go of the wheel was Danica. Remember when? Oh I yeah, because she came over from IndyCar. Yeah, and then she there was drama around whether that was accurate or if that was. Yeah, like, well, Harvick said of all the Cup cars he's driven, this one is the most violent with the wheel. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the finish? I know obviously that probably was the most exciting part of the race, but I know. Brett, you were going back and forth on Twitter around. I thought the finish it. sucked. That's surprising. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, it's the Daytona 500. It's the biggest race of the year. You've waited two days for it to stop raining, and it just comes down to a crash. And at what point they throw the caution. And TV never really did a good job before they went off the air to come back and say, this is when the caution lights come on, or this is the shot that we're using to determine the Daytona 500. <laughs> There was an angle on TV, and, boy, they went away from it really fast where it appeared Bowman was in the lead when the caution lights came on. And when I say in the lead, I'm talking by a full car length in the lead. But, no, we didn't use that one. And then they declare William Byron the winner, and it's like, man, you guys are opening a can of worms here. And, And I still haven't seen video proof of when all the caution lights came on, who was where. I need to see what the rule book says because if it says when. You can see clearly from the one video I saw, the green light shuts off 
Williams leading. Then, obviously, whatever milliseconds later, the yellow light comes on. Bowman looks like he's ahead. But I'm assuming, probably shouldn't do this with them, but they hit so the race contractor hits a button up there. That's the caution button. I'm assuming when he hits that button, that shuts the, the it, you know, it's flipping them lights, and that's when their freeze kicks in. And then they showed that picture last night where you can clearly see Byron's ahead, Bowman's, you know, creeping up on him, and you can see the flag stand, and the lights are off. There's no green light. I can't uh, – the, the, like, it has a hint of yellow, like yellow's coming oh, on. so the split-second delay. So that split-second delay, I don't know if it's – because somebody tweeted me, which I didn't go back and read the rule book last night, but somebody said it's when the yellow lights illuminate, which if that's the case, maybe it should have been Bowman. But I'm pretty sure, like, when they hit that button and it shuts them green lights off, that's their – so we've, yeah. we've just froze it, and now that's yeah. the picture. But imagine sitting there for four hours watching this race, and I, as a new fan, get zero explanation, and William Byron has declared the winner. I think that Doug Kobe had the best tweet of the night when he said, imagine going to the Super Bowl, and with like 10 seconds in the game, they just smash all the sh- tell you the Giants are the champions. <laughs> he said Man, that's me and him were texting at the <laughs> end of the race. That'll never happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> good, good joke, Freddie, good joke. <laughs> I mean, here, here's it's, it's like this thing was – couldn't have been scripted any better and it wasn't scripted but you've got all the guys that are in the front of this race contending to win were all featured in this netflix documentary it's denny it's ross it's joey like it's you literally are like man this for if you're a new fan this is this is why you're here and then it's like boom the race is over uh 24 is a winner and it's like show me video proof and let me don't show me a picture on twitter after the race not when i've been sitting here for four hours and that's what happened. So I was disgusted it ended under caution. I was disgusted that you guys couldn't race harder. I mean, like you said, I'm not an average fan sitting at home. I'm sitting there watching it going, this sucks. They're riding around at 50% throttle. Race. race. This is the Daytona 500, but there's no reason to because if you yeah. don't obey the strategy, then you're not going to be a contender. So, like, it, it was – I was very frustrated at the end of the race. I'm – I, there's no way I would have – I almost – like I saw you guys saying, you know, the ARCA race was embarrassing, the truck race is embarrassing. The way that race ended, it was f***ing embarrassing. Well, Bob did answer your question a few minutes ago when a, a fan asked about how they made that call. And I guess they go off of a timestamp where the light might not have illuminated in that picture. But the they time the the, when they hit the button, they use that timestamp. Show me the video. Though. I I mean I agree. I think the broadcast it made it a little bit more complicated. Well, you can see the video. Like if that's the way it grows, you can see it on that video that they yeah. showed or somebody showed yeah. on I Bowman's so. Bowman's mm. in car where he's creepy. I mean he's he's coming. Like he's gonna. We I wish it would have went green because Bowman would have been a sitting duck. I don't know if Bell or us would have wrecked each other to win, but it was we were gonna be pushing the top. It was gonna be Bowman, Bell, and then us. And then we were going to be, you know, we were going to have all the momentum and probably been able to pull out and pass Bowman whenever we wanted. So I wish it stayed green. But, like, he had all the momentum. Byron was going to be done. And then, like, you see, he's Byron's clearly ahead and the green light shuts off. And I'm assuming that's their timestamp. Bob Pockers should not be the one explaining to us <laughs> how true. the winner of the Daytona 500 came I to don't, be. Bob Pockers is my encyclopedia for NASCAR. He's, he's the I have a question, I go well, to Bob. maybe Fox should put him in the f***ing booth so they can tell us what You're happens. getting a phone call. <laughs> You're getting a phone We're, call. This is like our first show back. Like, can you just wait? I'm just second? speaking up from what I saw at home. And it's not you do. get a car. You I, get a car. I get it. It makes sense now. He's talking so, He's got Chicago and St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. So gonna, oh, yeah, yeah. So you got to go. <laughs> NASCAR, NASCAR did tweet out the picture. And then Mike Ford from NASCAR also 
He's saying he wants it on the broadcast. We know they tweeted I, I agree. it. I and agree. listen, like they took their time because we were riding around. I think we made it all the way to, I don't know, three and four before I said, like, it's over. Like, you yeah. know, they were like, because you could tell, and you can see this, like, you can see this in the Xfinity race versus the Cup race. I think they were trying to beat the leaders to the white flag. You know, I think that they were, that start, that wreck starts to happen. They try to flip that switch, trying to beat the leaders, which the, that, that was a spin, like, three guys spin to the bottom, track's clear. Like, we can keep digging. They wrecked their asses off off of two in the yeah. Xfinity race, and they ran around the track I and came that. back to the line. Like, Sheldon lift. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What? I don't, well, he had no, no help. Absolutely not. He, I don't, I don't know. But he had no help. Also, he lost all of it. Like he went from three back to I think twenty he back. I think he lived. He probably yeah. did, man. Wrecking behind. I mean, they were, they were wrecking. I mean, they were. <laughs> there wasn't the like they was. They were wrecking. Like the, the thirty nine oh, no spun doubt. went back up, pounded the fence. The whole field's coming. Yeah. Well, no that's the thing with ours too. Like the two and one, they went back up the track. Did so, they? Yeah. So I, I just know. Like I was like, wow, they're. But I mean, the yellow was probably already out. But like, as soon as they right. started spinning, they were. I think they were trying to like try to get it yeah, before so, they got to the line. Yeah. But which I mean, yeah, I'm I good would with too. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just hard because I mean, I've been watching these races a long time. I mean, you watch Dale Earnhardt win his Daytona 500. Caution is out. They race back to the line. Obviously, things have changed. We don't do that anymore. So, like as a fan, it it sucks to have that race in under caution. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess like. How do you – I don't know, because it, it gets tricky, right? Like, put back in, like, the – what was the line on the, the backstretch? No. No, 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 no. Yeah, no I know what I'm saying is yeah. – Segment it. Yeah. Yeah. So, if there's a if there's a wreck in that part before that line, okay, you race to that line. Or if it's after that, then you race back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Should know. you have done the green-white checkered finish? No. Yes. You can't. <laughs> like, we should have. <laughs> we should have. Well, no, we should have <laughs> just not thrown the yellow, because we would have been in really good shape. Yeah, right. But uh, – yeah, like, like I seen people, oh, just keep, why do we have these stupid rules? You know why? Because we would have done that 12 more fucking times if you just yeah. kept letting us do oh, it. Oh, we would have been arguing. Like, like, we would have yeah. been seeing, like, we would have been checkered flags like, and you, gods Once you take the white, like, that's it. We can't keep when, doing winning it. Winning a NASCAR Cup Series race is the hardest thing to do in all of professional team sports. Fair? Fair. I mean, I've never played He's not arguing. He's not arguing that. He won a couple of them. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know of anything in team sports that's harder to do. Don't yeah. ask the Giants. <laughs> so it's just hard when you're watching it play out, and you're like, you're you're high. Like TV didn't even really celebrate who won the Daytona 500. Like it was just, it was weird. It was weird. Mm. How'd you like to broadcast, Brett? My well, phone, my phone was going off the entire. Well, like every a, commercial <laughs> break. Oh my god. Every five. Minutes was a commercial break, <laughs> and it was pissing me off. Every fan that's ever complained on this show about commercials, I'm siding with you today. Holy, today, this is holy like at the commercials. <laughs> it was Commercial Fest 2024, and then there was some racing in between. It was insane. I was texting Clint. I was wearing Clint out. You just said there wasn't any racing. You couldn't watch it for the commercials. So you hate the racing and was, you hate the commercials. I was wearing Clint out. He Damn. He texted me every one of the uh, when I got on the plane last night. He's like, "Holy commercials!" I said, "They might as well show commercials. We're out there twenty percent throttle riding around. Why you not? Know, man, take a rest, me. Brett. Jeez, calm Ooh. down. Oh man. Well, I know the Dirty Mo Media social account tweeted out their weekly fan vote for best paint scheme from each race and for daytona it looks like the number one number six 23 24 and 45 were the favorites this week so 23 is really the favorite they just put it in numerical order right I whatever think. you say right, right. sure Y'all sure. do have some fly paint schemes. I'll yeah. give you a good job. Fly. You know what I think it is? Fly. It's the black wheels. We're the only team that runs black wheels. Yeah. 
and you yeah. notice it too. Like it really brings it together for sure. Yeah, like that car. I like that car last night. That was a good one. That was a good car. Is it that, at night? It was a little bit tricky, but S- it was good. Speaking of paint schemes, I think you guys might have a pretty cool announcement. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I hear this week we're running, bringing back the old money line teal, bub. And I listen. You talk about a good looking car. This one stands out, and I, Bubba will give me crap all the time about not spotting the right car. But <laughs> still uh, not gonna spot the right one. <laughs> it's, it's hard to get it wrong this week with the money line teal car. I think we got a picture of it somewhere, maybe that's going up here. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to having the money line folks back at the track. Um, you know, I know you probably appreciate these money lines cars. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. all teal. All yeah. If you, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, easy. I don't know. I haven't seen it either. It's oh, what time's the race Sunday? Do we know? Nobody knows. Three o'clock, probably. Damn. That looks sick. That thing looks just badass. Clean. That's another fly one, Brett. That, would, like that is fly. Freddie, you better not miss this it's money one on teal. Track. You know what kids would say? Teal. That's that's nice drip or whatever. Yeah, that's nice. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Wood. No, it's just yeah. drip on the whip. Yeah. What's drip? Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. There you go. Drip on the whip. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> you can't Hold say up. that. You probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to promote sponsors here. Yeah. We're PG-13. Yeah. Seriously, guys? Money Teal is back. Yeah. All Money Teal. No other while these While these idiots are talking and make, making no nonsense at all, go ahead and download the Moneyline app today and start making better decisions with money, which I think everybody at this table, especially Bubba, probably needs to do. For sure. It's a one-stop <laughs> shop for all things money. I hear they're giving away some cold hard cash too, right? Just head to their right. social media account. Yeah, it's rigged. More? It's They're giving away me. cash. I know. I'm, I'm about to, to cash head there right now. Month, actually, <laughs> speaking of cash, uh, we got to trade some bourbon bottles. You got Elmer T. Lee in the car out there? I might. I might have. Uh, I might have some in my truck. I'll trade you. Sid, Sid, you want to grab my book bag, please? Uh oh. So this is this is why I love Bubba right here. This is the reason. And yeah. Sydney's looking uh, at you like <laughs> bourbon. Just bring uh, it on over here. So burp, burp, Bubba, Bubba bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> oh, I get sick. I go so, so excited. I can't even talk. That's the wrong sponsor. We're doing the other one. <laughs> but me and Bubba are always texting back and forth about bourbons, and I've, I've seen this bourbon get a lot of love, and I think it's your favorite, right? There's multiples yeah, in there. You heard a bit. Yeah. Here's oh, we could try this right now. <laughs> right now, we need some cups. Yeah, where's some? We need some cups. Casey, grab us some cups. I've I'm always wanted to try this. We there's there's, oh, back there. there's not a shortage of drinking things in this, this place. This bourbon will clean it up. You've never had Elmer? No, man. I know you love it. So, it's uh Here you go. It's dry, dry February. I got a meeting in a little while. So do I. That's why I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one of them shot glasses. I'll try some. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you something. These are nice Give me shot glasses. Oh, jeez. Y'all. I'm like a bartender over here. You're doing good. In our DBC special so glasses. Is Elmer, Elmer is, I will say, it's not the best one. No. It's really, it's, no, it's really damn good, but this is what got me started in the bourbon. So that's like, yeah. That's like. Everything is ranked after that. How about we? St- we talked a lot about that full speech on here, but the best part about it was Bo- Booty's house is getting broke into. I hope he knows 100%. that. Like, did you see that? Did you watch oh, the show? So Booty's my two Burber? favorite people on the Netflix documentary are, are uh, Hamlin's dad and Booty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are my two favorite characters in this thing for sure. It's got a good nose on, huh? Yeah, solid. Yeah, tastes like candy. Like and and that's the thing; people just taste it. Now you got to yeah, smell yeah, it yeah, yeah. a few times. Just always smell it before you taste that's right. it. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's the bourbon <laughs> trick. One thousand percent. Oh my! You guys laughing? Well, I love bourbon <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna taste it. I'm right. gonna give a review. Got to swirl it around a little bit. Oh yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. good. That's top notch. I hate bourbon. <laughs> I don't know why you, you see like Freddie's face. He hated every bit of that. Freddie don't love bourbon. Don't I'm not so a bourbon left. lover. Look, the best we brought, we brought John it. over. I wasn't doing a shot. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we brought John over to Brett's one night, and um, my brother John, and <laughs> Brett's got all these fancy, expensive bourbons, and John's like, John, you drinks like Jack and Coke when we go out mm -hmm. or something like that. Next thing I know, he's got one of Brett's badass bourbons pouring oh. in a cup, and he's like, you got Coke, and Brett's like, <laughs> you. <laughs> What was he next? I said, you better not put Coke in I that bourbon. I think it was like E.H. Taylor. And then, <laughs> and then it, it wasn't no time. Brandon McReynolds is over there, and he's like, man, you got Blanton's. I pour him some on ice. He drinks half. He goes to pour half of it down the sink. I said, I will murder you if you pour Whoa. that down that sink. Jeez. Oh, uh, anyway, bourbon um, episode brought to you by Moneyline. There you go. You, yeah. you need Moneyline to be able to afford good bourbon. Did you know that you can file your taxes with Moneyline? Be sure to uh, download the Moneyline app today. Or visit moneyline.com. You can get more information, get a maximum refund, protected from penalties and interest, and file in minutes, which sounds like the perfect deal. Don't right. I, I want to know something, Bubba. Oh. How did you oh get hooked up with Freddie? Like, did you pick Freddie, or did, did you get given Freddie? Like, how, how did y'all get together? I got given Freddie. He, got, he got did given. get given Freddie. From uh, old Herm. <laughs> old Mike Herm. Oh, Herm. So Herm, yeah. Herm got you hooked up with Freddie. Yeah. So I knew Herm ever since I raced, ever since I started racing. Uh, his sister, Elisa, was married to Chris Rogers. That's who got me started. And so when we went K&N racing, um, 2010, uh, that was with Rev, and they were like, I think Herm was going to do it. Herm was, yeah, he was, he ended up doing Ty Dillon. He did, he did Ty Dillon at Arca race somewhere. Yeah. Because he wasn't even there. So it was like, we got Freddie. And so I was like, okay. And... If we didn't win our first race, we wouldn't be together. <laughs> <laughs> made it happen. The Here funniest part about the funniest oh. thing that happened that weekend, and I'll never forget this, was, uh, you know, I knew I didn't know who Bubba was, and um, I knew it was Rev Racing. I knew it was you know African American driver, yada yada yada. So I go to the hotel, and this guy comes walking up to me. He's like, "You Freddie Cray?" I said, <laughs> "Yeah, white as can be." I mean the hillbilliest son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. And he's like, you Freddie Crab? I said, yeah, uh, how you doing? He's like, you remember me? I said, uh, no. He, you don't remember me? I said, nah. He said, that's because we ain't never met. How you doing? I'm Darrell Wallace Sr. And I was like, f*** off. You are not Darrell Wallace Sr. So then I call, I, I call Herm. And I'm like, hey, what the? F He's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just met him. He's like, I forgot. Daryl's Bubba's dad's white. I was like, yeah, yep, just met him. I just just found that out. <laughs> that could have been some information I just got. I said, but that's because we ain't never met. How you doing? I'm Daryl. I'm like, off. You are not Bubba's dad. <laughs> I was wrong. That's Bubba's yeah, dad. Well, uh, but, 14 years later, still my dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> Freddie's still with you. Yeah. Here we all are. 14 years uh, later, Freddie's still here. My most vivid memory of that was it, just my man. Screaming. Holy shit. I think we talked about it. I mean, we did. anyway. Just screaming. Clear, 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 clear. I'm just driving Greenville all places like full throttle and you cannot do that there no. and I was like holy <laughs> calm down and we ended up winning I so. go there thinking like oh, who, who qualify I don't know who this kid is 16 <laughs> years old now next thing I know we're taking a lead with 10 to go I'm like oh god yeah 
That was a good day. That was a fun day. That's yeah. a that's the it's picture I track, tweeted too. Yeah, last yeah. night. Yeah, as Greenville first. How day. many times have you almost fired him? Oh, uh, not you, Bubba. How many times have you almost fired Freddie? Yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, <laughs> well, when he was screaming, probably once. That's <laughs> that was just that first <laughs> day. One, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we've been pretty good. I mean, I'll I'll text him when I think he f-ed up, or he'll text me when I when I f-ed up. So we have that relationship to where. It ain't no hard feelings, like whatever. Um, I know some of these spotters get butt hurt <laughs> quick when you yell at them. So I, you know, I th- what I told somebody. I, I mean, Garrett Smithley is the, the guy that came to mind, and 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 this is why I was giving you about Brad saying stuff on television. Is like, no matter what, I I wrecked the hell out of Bubba at I think it was Vegas in a Xfinity car. Just we were three wide. I didn't see a spin. We slid yeah. piled into it. Cody Ware's and Yoakum was like. Trying to, because I was late. I mean, there's no, no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I was not. We were bottom of three, racing our ass off, and I just the guy spun. I don't know, twenty car lengths ahead of us, and I was late. And by the time Bubba saw it, he like tried to jerk to the left. We spun and, and hit him pretty hard. And they were like, "Oh, you know, spotter was long, you know." And Bubba's like, "Nah, you know, it is what it is, you know." But like, never at any point would ever throw me under the bus. And then like, I got that Smithley at Kansas a couple years ago. He's like, oh, "Freddie, yeah, right. Freddie, usually pretty good. I don't know what Freddie did." And I'm like, "Listen, mother." Like, if you want to call me out and be, <laughs> let, call me and tell he, me about it. And he's I quit, over it for I, sure. You I, can I, tell. Well, I'm just saying, I quit that day. Like, I quit that after. I was with Brett. I quit that afternoon. I'm like, I'm not, I can't spot for you anymore because that, that's, that trust factor is out the window. I said, you don't, don't, you don't throw me under the bus. Like, if you want to talk about it, me and you, that's fine. Get on TV and talk shit about me. That's over. And I've never had, I said, I use Bubba as an example. I'm like, you think me and Bubba have never had an issue, like, on the racetrack? Like, I've screwed up or he screwed up? Like, neither one of us is ever going to go, like, that's stupid son. Like what yeah. the hell is he doing today? Yeah, and that's just you know we'll it's just do it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> yep. Just every time next time there's gonna make a mistake, you're, you're calling yeah. in. That day. You just need yeah. to add this. We need a boat like one idiot times two. What did Freddie do this time? Not sure the new call in. Chris official wireless partner of Brad Keselowski, RFK Racing, and the Six Car. If they can count on Consumer Cellular, you can too. Brad Keselowski and RFK Racing, no speed. And that's just what you get with Consumer Cellular. Consumer Cellular has award-winning, 100% U.S.-based customer service centers. So you can always get the help you need. It's like having your pit crew right where you need them. Consumer Cellular has fast, reliable nationwide coverage as the leading carriers, but with plans starting as low as $20 a month. There are no activation fees and no contracts. Consumer Cellular customers stay because they want to, not because they have to. They don't need to trap their customers. You can even try Consumer Cellular for 30 days risk-free. If you don't love it, cancel it. But they bet you'll love it. And right now, you can save even more when you switch to Consumer Cellular. New customers pay just $15 a month for the first year with the code RADIO15. RADIO15. So what are you waiting for? See see ConsumerCellular.com for promotional details. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. 
You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60. All right, let's head into Spot on Spot Off. Spot on Spot Off. Spot Off. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. And I am spot off. Damn. Where'd he come from? First topic, and don't come at me with this. This is just an opinion. Kyle Busch will retire without winning the Harley J. Earl Trophy. He's had 19 attempts so far. Bubba, spot on, spot off. Well, how many years do we think he has left? Do we know, anybody know his contract right now? No, I would. <clears> say I would say he's in a three-year deal, yeah, second yeah. of a three-year deal. Well, Brett's just, an RCR just man now. He probably knows. Guessing. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who spots for him? I, oh, Darren. Darren Neal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who arguably is one of the best. Yeah, I like. I mean, yeah. he he his Charlie. cars find their way to the yeah. front. Yeah. Obviously, won two or three races this weekend. Man, it's it's interesting, right? Like you look at. I'll be quick with this, but you look at Byron. Somebody tweeted it. DNF, 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 DNF. Winner. Yep. Kyle's been finishing these races and can't do it. You know, we've been finishing and can't get it done. So it's like, is it like a chosen one type deal? So I am gonna say, I'm gonna say spot on, spot on that he's retired. Agree. I, it's getting know, harder I to win these things. It, it is, it, it's, and it's not. And it's not a talent thing, but it's just the cards are not. <coughs> you didn't get the right deck of cards. Yeah. Well, it's not used to be a good plate racer. Those the teams would build. You could build a car for them guys that they could be almost do whatever they wanted in. Mm-hmm. Like in these guys, all the all the plate races before this package, the good guys would always and they still do. But like they could control the race. Like you gave Dell Jr. a really great car. We got out front. It was hard to pass him. Like yeah. you Clear couldn't by get time, around. Buddy, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So it was easy. <laughs> um, but they could manipulate things. We could manipulate things with a really good car. And now you can't do that. Now it's yeah. This guy, I mean, you could have got behind anybody. The 38 car and shoved him yeah. out front. Yeah. Kosh comes out on the last lap. He wins the race. Yeah. You know, and I think it's I think it's spot on. Just the numbers aren't in his favor. You know, I mean, you're, you're like you said, how long has he got left? You're thinking, I mean, what's he five more? So, you know, like it's probably it's less than 10. So and now it's not if, you, if he didn't seat. win, yeah, it's not. But he has been better. With this package, for whatever yeah. reason, you know, he has been – he was in position. We should have – we were – I felt like we were going to have the momentum down the backstretch last year until we – the Pastrana got wrecked behind us and the yeah. wreck moved forward four rows. Yeah. I thought we were going to be pushing him to yeah. the lead at least, and then I don't know what was going to happen after that. But, yeah. you know, so he was in position then. He was – you know, that the restart deal, they, I think they screwed that up last year. They should have just locked out the front row. and and But, you know, so – for whatever reason, the last couple of years, I think he's been better or, or just in better position. But still, like, the numbers are not in your favor. Like, if you got five left and you haven't won in the first 19, you know, you, it's all – I mean, it's all yeah. at least 50% luck. He's bro. definitely more competitive this in this package for, yeah, sure. for sure. I think he was in really good shape last year. I just think he made his move too early at yeah. the end. I mean, and I remember him being one of the guys, like, you know, like we joked around about earlier with Brad, like – there was a lot of years where you didn't want Kyle pushing, you know, Kyle, like mm-hmm. some of the packages, you know, some of the little more unstable packages like you, like Kyle, there's a lot of times where people turned off the nose of the 18. So, you know, it's, I, I will say Kyle and I, where we work really well together, oh, yeah. pushing or being pushed. Like I, I look forward to running with the eight on speed races. I used to look at this race as a game of skill. And I say that as from the driver perspective, from the guys building the cars, I mean, you went down there, and, and you knew Dale Jarrett was going to be fast. You knew yeah. Dale Earnhardt was going to be fast. 
And now I watch B.J. McLeod drive damn near to the lead in the duel because y'all are riding around at half throttle. And the way the wrecks play out at the end, it is more of a game of chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's unfortunate because I, I appreciated the spotters and the drivers and the mechanics and the crew chiefs and the arrow wind tunnel time, that game of skill that it took to yeah. be good at it. Um, I remember you'd save your tires if you were Clint Boyer for a little while. You also raced in the heat of the day. You know, you finished the race at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Now they always bleed over into the night. And when that track's cooler, y'all are wide open balls to the wall. Like, I, I feel like it's just a game of chance at this point. Remember and that hurts we, a guy like Cowboys. what they had back then, though. They had horsepower. They had horsepower. Sorry, also, though, those, those Speedway cars back then were, like, they were there was a lot of hours. Now they roll out a backup car, put a new note. We had put a new nose on the car. Ran the same car. Like back then, there were so many, there were hundreds of hours by yeah. many people in a one car. I remember we would go test, and I know that's a strange word around here, but we would go to a three-day test and do yeah. single-car runs the entire three days. And mm -hmm. Todd Parrott would tell Elliot Sadler, when you go down the backstretch, you lift. Because I don't want them to know what we're coming back with. I don't want them to know what they've got to run to beat Interesting. us. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's probably, you probably saw that at I did that <clears> at qualifying. The on Wednesday. Did That's you? Why we qualified 20, 28th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Work the throttle a little bit. Yeah. I text him, I'm sitting in the Oyster probably watching qualifying, and I'm like, 28th. I text him, I said, I wasn't planning on working this hard tomorrow. But. <laughs> I mean, we used to sit in them qualifying lines for 45 minutes on the Daytona yeah. at a time. Oh, yeah. How many are in line? 18. You're not going to make it before lunch. It's like 1030. Yeah. 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 So spot on, spot off, Brett? I'm spot on. Yeah. I, I don't, man, it's time's, time's running out. I actually think it's easier for him now than what it was. It's just it's just the game of chance. It's the numbers I know. on his face. It is. It is. It's I thought last night he had a shot before certain instances, but I mean Derek Cope, Trevor Bain, like there's a there's a run of guys that you're like, man, they were pretty lucky. Now it's like everybody's lucky. Yeah. I hate to discount it, but Moving on, William Byron deserves more respect after his Daytona 500 win. And he had six wins last year, so that says something. I mean, I think he already has. Yeah, I don't know. Why. I don't know anybody that disrespects William. I mean, and even on the plate races, I know, like, you read, you read off, like, he's got a bunch of DNFs and then won, but he's, he won, he he won, won the, July. the July race, right, mm -hmm. one year there. So, I mean. Last year. It's just, I mean, like I said, it's just kind of whoever falls into place at the end of that last pit stop. We were literally right around there all night long for whatever, 400, and it was Eric Jones said 480 miles, and then the last 20 miles of the race are all that matters. And it's just who cycles to what part of the pack on the last green flag pit stop. Yeah. And then, so I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting anything they did because he made moves at the end that I thought they were, that were good, but it was, oh, yeah? you know, that was, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> real funny, Freddie. <laughs> That wasn't him. That wasn't him. Yeah, it wasn't Willie. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anybody that, that doesn't have respect for William Byron. I can't imagine. Dude put together like a two million piece Titanic Lego. He's, I guess he's got all my respect. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I hate Legos. You ever step it. on one? Oh, dude, <laughs> That's I, why. I, I don't have the patience. I don't have the whatever you got to have uh, skill set. Anybody that has a kid, I get them two things. Like their, their kid. <laughs> Legos. I bought them Legos or drums. Like, or something that makes, like some kind of instrument that makes a lot of noise. You might yeah. should put Legos together. It might relax you a little bit. Right. Maybe. I, I, yeah. Me and William text about Legos all the time. So I'm going to go with Spot Off because he's got the respect already. Yeah. So I think he's there. I think it's cool that he came from online racing. 
you know. It's different. Um, I mean, most of you guys. There's a good and bad side of that. Okay. How would you start racing? Eight, nine? How nine. old? Are nine. I mean, and that's almost old nowadays, man. No like doubt. these kids are starting at five years old, but um, I think it's just a cool story. And he's good, good dude. And I definitely don't think he's underrated. I think he's uh, – yeah. those of us that understand racing have a lot of respect for William Byron. For sure. Bubba, why is there a good and the bad top coming yeah, from iRacing? Because you get some of these kids from iRacing that think they can, they can do the same thing, and that is not the case. Did, see, did y'all see that picture going around the nine-year-old in the yes. Super Late? Yeah, I saw that. Like, that's, not, that's not – I'm, I'm not okay with that. That made me crazy. What like, happened? There's a nine-year-old running a dirt late model. 602. Crate, 602 late crate model. late model. Nine years listen, old. I, listen, I, I, I've said this to some of the Nine. guys, some of my buddies that like can't even drive on the kids. street. <laughs> yeah, have, you're six years from driving on the street <laughs> at least. Um, you know, it's uh, I, there's certain things. And we we talked about this with Bodie and baseball, like and and some friends of mine that have kids that are getting into racing. There's just certain. You can't teach somebody that's nine years old. Like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, we could teach Bodie how to fail the ground ball, but I, I promise you now that he's 12 or 13, he feels, does it completely different because, you know, that at that point it's like, all right, here, Bodie, we'll do 100 reps like this. Great, 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 great. Hit him a ground ball, he's all over the place. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like they just – like the kids like that, in that, my opinion, that age – like, you can't teach him race craft. You no. can't teach a crossover move to a nine-year-old. You know what I mean? He might get lucky and hit one once in a while, but it's like – it's just I, I don't think that kids can retain that kind of information, and it's just it seems unsafe to me to put a kid that little in a in a in a it's, race like yeah. that. Yeah. Did he rate? I mean, how did he do? I don't, I don't know. I, just I just saw a picture. Yeah. 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 And it's ridiculous that he's standing beside the car. Yeah. I listen. It happened to me, it with Kraus when I went to soup. Like we went down to Smyrna one year, and I'm super late model racing with Herm, and we were just like splitting the week at Smyrna. Like we can I can make three or four days, he can make three or four days. So we were spotting from Majeski. And Krause was like, you know, he was part of that team kind of. And they're like, hey, uh, Herm's going to spot for tight tonight. Can you spot for this other kid? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And, like, when you say kid to me, I'm thinking he's like 16. <laughs> I get on the radio, and I'm like, you got me, bud? Yeah, gotcha. I'm like, yo, what the – I said, how old is this kid? And his dad was standing He's like, oh, he's 12, 11 or 12. I was like, I'm like a nervous wreck because I'm like, I, like, I don't know what to say to this kid. Like, you know, yeah. I can't let him hit nothing. He's going to break in half. Like, I and was that's like, why we don't let you around the CB industries. Yeah. <laughs> All them CB industry kids love me. Yeah. Don't get yourself. Uh, I think Derek still drives like that. I, I, I might put that nine year up against Derek at times. <laughs> Sorry, Derek. I'm just kidding. <laughs> spot on, spot off. The truck race at Daytona was an embarrassment of the series. <sighs> Brett. Oh boy, you ain't gonna like what I gotta say. You want to spot I'm, a truck? I'm telling you, no <laughs> a truck. I'm not spotting a truck race. Um, Usually it's <laughs> duck. Now we're <laughs> truck. Yeah. I give these idiots a hard time all the time. I'm like, why do y'all spot for these no driving? <laughs> Brett. <laughs> if we raced, he used li- to be one of those. Listen, listen. If, if if <laughs> he didn't drive like a complete idiot all the time, just most of them. If we raced <laughs> the same way. Every weekend that we race this past weekend in Daytona, none of us would have jobs because it's a shit show. Yeah. Like the, the appreciation for racecraft and taking care of your stuff and saving tires, and I, it just man, it was it, it was a disaster. I so think, it, it it definitely was it definitely was embarrassing. I think that you know it was it was awful. That was the <laughs> sketchiest. Like I, we wrecked on lap five or six, but that was the sketchiest start of a race I've ever been a part of. And I think what played a factor into that was. Guys had to make the race. I think they sent four or five trucks home. So you had guys up front with really trimmed out trucks from qualifying 
that probably didn't know what to do with them. And now, like, they're going this way. Oh, that's right. They're impound, right? They're impound. That's so, right. like, you know, there's a couple guys I saw that were just, they're, they're going in reverse as fast as we're going forward. And you had good guys at the back. Eckes was back there. Ty was back there. Like, we're, we had good trucks trying to move forward. Same time, they're trying to go backwards. And I think that, it, I mean, it was as sketchy as it gets. And then, you know, we have the big one already. And then, well, listen, one of the guys, <laughs> Corey LaJoy, who I love to death, I, what I don't know what the f- he was doing all night long. <laughs> all he, night, like, like his truck. I mean, listen, I listen, I was like, this guy's gonna win the race. Like, I saw his truck, how good it was. I'm like, oh, he's gonna f- bird f- without like, feathers again. He yeah. was like, he would drive to the lead, then pulled in the middle and watch the whole top line go by him. Then he'd pulled like he was driving the top line. Somebody move up, he move up with him. The whole middle line go by him. I'm like, what's he? Then he like the he end of the race. Too far the end out. of the race, he pushes Raj out like 15 way car lengths. Too far. Out. The whole field drives by him. So then they get a, luckily they get a green white checker before yeah. the you know they they're still second and third or so they line up on the top yeah. lane and you know they're like that worked so good the last time let's do it again let's try to get back out there. it's bad it's bad when me and the wife are sitting on the couch and bus watching and the first restart she was like what's he doing it's Amanda if she knows she said before I left the house this morning she was like don't say anything bad about me I'm like now this brings it back so it ties all into the story so Amanda's like what is he doing. And then the second restart, I, I was like, all right, well, they won't do that that again. <laughs> She's like, what a f- idiot. <laughs> Same person who just asked, what's a triable? <laughs> Damn. She literally just oh, found out what a triable was. She's going to kick your ass for that one. I'm like, uh, what? Oh. But like, you can, like, you know how it is on the roof. Like, we had, I had to do the Arca race. Of course, I haven't done an Arca race in 15 years, it feels like. And the one I got to do is at midnight. Um, but so now, that. like, the truck race <laughs> is running. So we're, go- we're all up there at the end. And like, Half of the field is gone, so it's just half the spotters are up there, and um, like you could just hear us like they're getting out there. We're like, we're just looking. At, where's he going? Why is he doing it again? And here comes the whole field trucking on by. I'm like, oh my god, not again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, and then I'll I'll let Bubba talk about his boy Raja. But I mean, it, it, it was it was just over aggression from the from the get go. Like literally lap. Two, oh, it's like, terrible. It was just right out the gate, and it was just guys. It's it's. It's really good. I mean, they're not Dude. bad drivers, but they're in really fast. Some guys are less experienced in really, really fast trucks. It legit looked like a C-Fix race on I-Racing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, legit. Like, it's it's just random it. race. Let's go. But, like, so obviously, in my opinion, so I watched, and I, I watching it live, the, the end of the race, I thought Corey pushed Raja into the 91. Then I've seen the replay, and I'm like, nope, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So then people start texting me, and they're like, I thought Bubba and Raja get along. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So I just ignore it. Seen the video. Like, I, I, in my opinion, you kinda, like, you've been a mentor to Raja. Raja, listen, we're going to bust his balls here in a second, but one of the, he's a kid that every race that he's not in, he's on the roof watching. He's asking yeah. me questions, Lambert questions, Brett when he was up there, TJ. He's asking questions about moves we're making, why we're making them. Like, he wants to learn. I'm sure he's leaned on you many times for advice on certain racetracks. But, like, what, what was that interaction like? Uh, not good. Um, <laughs> speaking of Roger, he actually just texted me. When can we talk about Atlanta? So, to your point, he, he wants to learn his – or grow his, his notebook and, and learn as much as he can. But, you know, I was sitting in the bus watching it, seeing it live, and I was like, what the hell was that move? And so I put my shoes on and marched out there. Uh, to, you know, if if your kid came up to me and is like, hey, help me out, okay, strap in because I'm a crazy. I told Roger this after the fact. I said, when you win your first race, I'll be the first one to beat your lane. When you f*** up, I'm going to be the first one to go to your ass. And if you don't like it, cry about it. I don't care. 
because that's what you get. So I went up to him, and I'm like, what the hell was that? And he said, I got pushed into that. And like I said, I seen it live and marched out of the bus. So I was like, it's like, are you sure? He was like, bro, I, I promise you, I got pushed into that. And I'm like, okay. So that's when the camera cuts away. But then somebody else had a phone camera. I was like, okay, good job. Proud of you. You know, tone it down a little bit. Uh, like, remember, he, but I told him before the race, I said, um, I said, hey, man, it's going to be, you know, a lot of wrecks. Be patient. Don't go up there and do anything stupid early because you got to learn. I said, you go through all this data, all this stuff that we talked about in our meeting. Like, it doesn't make a damn if you don't finish a whole race because you have nothing to talk about. You have nothing to learn from. So I thought he did an excellent job. I was kind of like judging him because he was right around 15th, 20th, wherever he was, and not really in the picture. But, hey, he was doing what – I don't know if it was what I said, but he was just logging laps, learning, biding his time, missing the wrecks, whatever. Great job. So then when he gets into that deal – it's like, okay, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. Oh, the top line's moving around me. Top line's moving around me. There's half a hole. Bam. Done. Like, what the You got a mile and a half. I don't even know how much, what the actual distance is from exit of turn two to start finish line. Mile and a half? Mile and a half. Yeah. Sure. About three runs still. Yeah. It's like, bro. So he's like, I got pushed into that. So I'm like, all right, good job. So I go back to the bus. I studied film like it was my own <laughs> I'm like pausing the TV, pulling up my phone. And I'm like, bro, you didn't get pushed. What are you talking about? He was like, no, I'm getting, I got hooked by Corey. I'm like, Corey's not touching you. <laughs> he was like, no, the 11, not the 7. And I'm like, huh? oh, different Corey. All right, okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no one touched you. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. He finally came around and said, I messed up. And I said, thank you. Now pick up the phone and tell everybody else that. Yeah. Because that's what he's got to do. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, so many people got... Somebody had the best tweet after that whole interaction. Bubba Wallace could get on Twitter and say, <laughs> Bubba Wallace, and people would be mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Holy shit. I'm helping this kid out, and I'm going to praise him when he does good, and I'm going to go to him when he does bad. Oh. And so I'm doing what I thought was right. I don't give a shit what people say. But it's just so funny to see all that. And then it's like, <laughs> That's funny. oh, yeah, I did make a mistake. <laughs> and I'm mad. <laughs> and, you know, what I told him last year was I said, listen, you're, in my opinion, his rookie year looked like a mirror to yours, yep. like really, really fast, a lot of speed, constant mistakes. mistakes. Yep. And I'm like, man, if you could just put a race together, you're going to – I said, all you got to do is finish in the top five. Yep. And then, like, once you start finishing the top five, you're going to find a win. Like, it's just – they just find you. Like, it does, like, you don't have to be the best truck all the time. Yep. You can find a good pit stop, whatever it is. But if you – like, just keep putting yourself up there. But, like, it was just mistake after mistake last year. And hopefully this year he's in obviously really good equipment. I, yep. think, I think he'll win races. I think, you know, I'll, we'll all be really happy for him when he does. But he's just got to – just got to figure out how to get there. Just got to figure out how to get there. Yeah. Finish. <laughs> Matt Crafton won a championship by just finishing. Yeah. That's without it. even winning. Well, he won a championship because we blew motor at Texas. So. <laughs> Still won it by finishing, though. Yeah, well. But All right. Well, I did tell Brad you pushed us into that wreck that one time too. I was like, oh, I think Bubba hit you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's hear some fans' reactions oh with Uh-oh. Reaction Theater. What's up, boys? It's Ty from here with us. Pretty damn good race, even though we had to watch a computer nerd win. But Bubba almost came through, got a strong finish. Can we just get a sponsor for Brett? So you can just go Facebook Live so you can watch these <laughs> commercials the whole race. <laughs> I think my man went through a whole bottle of Elmer tea. I think my man, I think that was Elmer tea. Oh man, that's a good one. Well, well, well. Congratulations to William Byron for winning the Daytona 499. (laughs) (laughs) Is Brad Keselowski or William Byron driving that 44 car in the arc race? That shit was ridiculous. Truck is a laughing stock. Arca is a laughing stock. And now the Cup Series might as well be a laughing stock. Damn. Damn. Who's the 44 in the Arca? I I think the 44 shoved a guy in three and four one time. He's like, remember when there was a car spinning out in the apron by himself? The 44 is the one I think did it. Middle of the corner. Yeah, the race by then. Uh, Maybe. It was near the end. Who was spotting for a big Willie? (laughs) (sighs) One of his guys wasn't a Cup guy. I don't know what that was a weird looking deal. Like he hit him and never ever slowed down. Like I was like, "Oh, you've seen it coming from a mile away." Yeah, I, was like, I, don't, I said, "Babe, watch the white car, white car, white car, boom!" Yeah, I don't think that's again. a that's not a spotter error. Those windshields are see through. <laughs> <laughs> and he chased him. Like, I mean, uh, it was weird. Yeah, weird. Anyways, Hendrick Motorsports, baby! Woo-hoo! Yes, 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 yes. Brad William Byron and the boys are hanging for years. Oh my god, I am jumping for joy. Man, I'm gonna tell you guys, I'm gonna go grab me a bear. Because let me tell you, another one of the best Daytona 500 I've watched in years. It literally put Arca and Truck Series competition to shame because those two series, Arca and Truck, are a fing joke. Natural Cup Series, the damn best. Did you know how many octaves he's changed? (laughs) (laughs) He was drinking the beer at that moment. Holy cow, he went through different accents, different octaves. (laughs) He builds Legos. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting coloring books for Christmas. Well, I'm glad I didn't call in sick to work because all it was was follow the leader bullshit for the first hundred and... 80 laps or so. What a joke. Did they change the rules to where it's the last person to cross the finish line to win the race? Because when they showed the replay on TV, it looks like Bowman is clearly ahead of uh, Byron when the yellow flag comes nah, out. Nah, nah, he they wasn't. changed their scoring or what? I don't know. I feel like they need an explanation on that because the replay they show on TV shows Bowman ahead when the yellow light comes on. Brad, you call in? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can tell when Brad comes This just yeah. validates oh, what yeah. I'm telling you, y'all. You we had Brad for the viewer. Is. Yeah, for, that, for, for the viewer. And listen, if the rule says when the lights illuminate, yeah. then the 48 <laughs> won the race. Yeah. Like, you know, because the, the light wasn't on. Like, I know what's happening here, but you, might, you need to – There's shit, there can't be a delay if you want the, the rule to read that way. Remember in Atlanta last year that um, remember that picture where it was us and Bella across the line and the one picture it looked like yeah, he was clear. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to the other angle and then we're in front of him. Like it's weird how stuff can be deceiving though. I mean, it just shows that eighty twenty where some people loved it, some people just couldn't stand the race. I don't know. I know the truck race was a struggle, but I still watch <laughs> that series every week. I think it's so exciting to 
Oh, it's exciting. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Taylor Gray, which was he the one flying through the air? I'm yeah. sure he thought it was yeah. super exciting. Yeah. yeah, he is uh yeah, he landed on my <laughs> You were you were on spaces when I was asking Todd about how many trucks. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that? How Brad? many trucks? <laughs> Brad, he's talking about uh-uh. <laughs> he Sorry. can't hear he Elmer can't Lee. Hear. Yeah. T Lee. Elmer Elmer, <laughs> Elmer, 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 Elmer Elmer We get invited to yeah. uh, do like during Sunday to promote the race obviously we get on Twitter spaces. Yeah. And me and uh, Mom were on there, and then Todd Gill and Raja gets on there. Uh, who else is on there? Garrett uh, Smithley. Garrett Smithley. A bunch <laughs> of us are on there. Yeah. And so Todd – oh, Harrison was on there. And so I, was Todd, I asked Todd, I was like, hey, is your dad got any truck races open? I'll go run it. He yeah. was like, man, I don't know. He's been so busy. I didn't even ask him. He had five trucks in this race uh, for the truck race. And I was like, yeah, Raja probably wrecked all five of them. <laughs> 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 I, uh, Taylor sent out a good video. I forget what movie it's from when it was like the guy's like – the, the thing freezes and it's like, I bet you're wondering how we got in this position. Oh, yeah. And it was, and it was, it was his Hill car, up, down. It was like literally flying upside <laughs> down, down the back straight away. <laughs> yeah. You know uh, what sucks is the guy that gets flipped is usually just an innocent bystander. Oh, that's, and he was. 100%. Yep. And the guy, he's the guy, the guy that's up in front and gets clipped in the quarter. The guy panel. I thought was coming out of there with, with the, was going to win, I thought was Jack Wood. Ja- I thought Jack Wood had like, he was in a good spot and like he, he had nothing to do. Like it, Daytona is the only place where wrecks happen forward. <laughs> Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like they move forward. Like you could be three rows ahead of the wreck and be in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so, this yeah. guy clips this guy. He goes down. Like yeah. that's how many rods I got. Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the way to the lead. Yeah. All right, we have one more. I can't believe we waited what forty-eight hours for that wet part of the finish from the biggest wet part of the winter. Has to wear a big hat to look like he has a personality. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know what I expect at the end of the thing. I don't want to hear y'all complain about that package anymore. Clearly, they know how to put on a show when they want to race, but I don't want to hear the whole episode about the Super Speedway package sucks because when they want to race, they want to race. We saw it in the duels, and we saw it right before the big one, and everybody decided to wad it up. Coincidentally, the winner uh, caused the big wreck that took out most everybody, and then he sort of kind of caused the wreck that won him the race. So, you know, great. The Maybe. reason why the package sucks is because we always want to race and we can't. That's yeah. the, it's not because we're just wanting to sit back and not ride. It's yeah. we want to race. He says he, the guy said, "You seen it in the duels? They can do it." We were doing the same <laughs> duels as we were in a race. Yeah, same fuel, fuel twenty laps. Yeah, that was we, the first test session for it. We run yeah, five yeah. duels at the Daytona yeah. now. The package is great for the last twenty laps. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Is Austin Hill that good or is that car Holy that fast? Sh- Both. <laughs> But he just makes all the right moves, and but no, like not no only that, nobody blocks him. No one like blocks just him. let this son of keep having a lead. You know I what? Mean, this guy's the best. <laughs> Go ahead and lead, Austin. We'll yeah. try to get around you. Yeah. Has he seen the checkered flag in a green condition yet, though? I mean, he's been running the. Don't city. matter. No I'm just saying. He got a green the other night. He has <laughs> outsmarted everybody in that Xfinity field. He knows if he's 100%. leading it the right. I mean, he's been running the Xfinity series since Fireball Roberts. Oh, and oh, by yeah. the way, <laughs> by the way, his car is a missile. It is so a missile, and he knows. He knows that the. Dude, when you got Sage Karam uh, and the other group behind you racing, you know they're going to wreck each other trying I, to get to you. I think that I was watching. I got home to my house with probably like 12 to go, and I watched them last couple restarts. And, like, when they get that run into one and Creed lines up behind Austin, Petrie is 100% <laughs> on board with – Creed's gonna because oh, yeah. the first thing he goes, yeah. he goes, Sheldon Creed's really hungry for a win. Like he's just, yes. he knows, like he's like, oh, he yeah. knows it's coming, and yeah. they all wreck, and yeah. he loses, whatever. But uh, yeah, I was like, like I, I've seen a lot of people tweeting, and I think you might have said something mm-hmm. about bias in the booth. Like 
people were talking about like just just pretty outright like cheering for one team or or being hard on certain drivers that maybe made moves that weren't that bad but got picked on for being like I seen um Mikey said one time he's like say, um I forget it was AJ just drove Sage Karam straight through um Custer at the end and Mikey's like that's a terrible push by Sage Karam I, I mean he's getting yeah. pushed from behind but that's a terrible push I'm like well, it can't be both. Like, yeah. if he's getting pushed from behind, it's not him. Like, not, he, yeah. he didn't yeah. do anything wrong. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't see. I that always was saw a terrible twelve push by Kyle on that duel. I'm telling you, <laughs> 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 I don't know what he's doing. What was he thinking? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, to leave an audio message whenever you'd like, call our new number seven zero four eight zero two nine five seven two, and we will keep picking the best ones each week. Moving on to hashtag AskDBC. Don't forget to use that hashtag whenever you'd like to ask us a question, and we'll keep putting them on the show sheet so these guys can answer them. Uh, this first question is from James, and I'm assuming, Bubba, this is more for you. Um, has MJ's involvement with 2311 changed since his sale of the Hornets? Uh, yes, uh, and it's growing rapidly. Um, because of the sale, he has more time. Uh, he wants to be at more races. Uh, you often ask him before, like, hey, you coming to any races? He's like, ah, I'll see you with the basketball schedule. Well, that's not the case anymore. So um, I'm not sure what his next one is, I think. I don't know if he's coming to Atlanta. He may. Was he there yesterday? No, he had to go back home. But he was. He came in Thursday for the duels. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he's definitely involved. He's been on a couple of our team meetings, but – um, Curtis, his right hand man, who who basically runs our ship over there, he's involved each and every phone call. And new so, shop. <coughs> Tell me about the new shop, man. We don't have a shop. Oh, it's right. It's not. It's not. It's what not, is it? It's not the S word. It's called Airspeed. Oh, yeah, Airspeed. Airspeed. Right. Yeah. Airspeed, yeah. Airspeed is Airspeed. the name of the building. The okay. building. No S words around no there. S -word. We're fine if it's you say fine. the S word. Wow. Yeah. So when you hear me that, when Jay Jay, listen up closely. If you hear me say the twenty three eleven shop, we're cutting it out of the show. <laughs> It has to be cut out. Airspeed. Airspeed. Air okay. And it hashtag. is. It is. Hashtag. It is nice. It is nice. Money. Well, well the cool thing money. is, <laughs> the cool the thing is, cool. it's close yeah. to Charlotte. It's right there on the interstate. So yeah. fans, when they come to Charlotte, like yeah. they're going to be able to check it out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, everybody has talked about it. You see it right there from 77. So um, did a great job with it. They're still putting last minute tweaks on things. So a couple more, I'd say a couple months, it'll be fully done. So I don't know when they're going to open in public, though. Might be a while for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Next question is from Matt. How do you feel about the next gen style drafting and which package or car do you prefer pack racing in? Uh, I, I don't mind the next gen style drafting. <coughs> um, I feel more confident with this car uh, and pushing and stuff. I never pushing was never a big suit of mine. And like I mentioned earlier, like I still try to be methodical throughout the race of just pushing on the straightaways and, and when the timing's right um, as to where I was still trying to figure out which way was up, down, left, and right in the previous car. So um, I'm good with the next-gen style. I prefer the other one, but I wasn't sitting yeah. in the seat. <laughs> I, felt like, I feel like this car, the last car rewarded aggression. Like if you were aggressive, you could, you could make happen and get to the front. This car almost rewards patience like you know in years past we you know we would jump up in front of every lane and, and yeah. try to get pushed to the front or or you know like make certain moves at the top and try to get a third lane going didn't stop ross yesterday <laughs> yesterday 
you know, like we gained all our spots by just not moving. Like right. our guys kept moving. Like in the last two laps, whatever it was, I got a couple guys got out of our way, and we just filled the hole in the middle and probably gained yeah. seven or eight spots you at the end of the no race. You have no idea how hard that was. Oh, I know. Because uh, you were like, top yeah. line's coming, top line's coming, and you're like, I'm like, no. And then and then three cars pass you, and you're like, God, don't. Yeah. There was two things that came to my mind there was, you know, for one, you know, there was there there was guys up there already. So we were gonna be the fourth or fifth car in the top line. And then we're not winning the race from there. No. You know, that's not happening. No. I look, the middle's open. The twenty's the only one in the middle. So now you're the second car in the middle, and who knows, you know, if you can get to him and we can get a little bit of help. Yeah. But the thing that played in my mind the biggest was Talladega last year. We were trying, like, we needed points. So we were trying to make shit happen. And every time we went, Danny was behind us. Danny was, like, last. And we were behind, he was behind us. And we were trying, like, every time a lane would come, we'd get to the top. Whoop, we'd lose, like, four or five spots. Whoop, go back. And we ended up at the back. And then Danny finished, like, third or fourth. And I'm like, that top line. Yeah. Unless it's, like, clear as day going somewhere with everybody up there. And even then, like, everybody was up there. We still made the middle work better than them. So, yeah. like, yeah. When, when everybody's all out, the third line just can't. Can't maintain. It's nope. not possible. I honestly feel like if you got to be careful what you wish for here, because if we don't, the the fuel thing puts strategy into it, and it actually gives you comers and goers because you can knife your way to the front a little bit. If everybody goes 100%, we're going to have a wreck early. There's going to be mistakes, and there's going to be 15 cars or less running at the end of that thing, and then people are going to complain, well, this wasn't even a good race. There was only 10 cars running at the end of the race. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and then listen, we – at no time have we ever run 100% the entire Daytona 500. You know, we would uh, sometimes we would get single file against the wall and ride for a whole yeah. stage or something. Yeah. But at least it was in everybody's hands at that point. This is like you have to save yeah. fuel. You have to do it. Like, yeah. and I don't know why it wasn't that case before unless we just weren't smart enough to figure it out then. But, you know, it's it, it just this well, is because in tires, a box now. First of all, we're not changing tires really ever. I yeah. mean, there's no, there's no tire wear. Like, I don't, I don't know how we didn't get a flat. At the end of the first stage, when you come smoking down pit road, oh, there. I saw him. You had him lit up. Both. I was of them. like, I was like, the I, first one. Yeah, oh. I was like, I mean, you. There was a long ways, and I was like, we locked him up, Booty. I don't know if it was on one or two, but I was like, locked up, bad, locked up, bad. And Booty's like, fuel only. I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess we just. I, it. I felt a slight vibration because oh, it wasn't that many laps. It was no. only like five laps. Yeah, probably. yeah. yeah. But though, in the big wreck though, that's that's so weird that you say that because when I told you to hit it in practice, it's an absolute max. I hit the brakes and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're. We're slowing down. We're going to make this. And I think I locked up right there at the end just to make sure. I, I thought you were speeding. In practice? No. Yeah, in the race, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Well, so what I'm getting at is so when we called it in the race, I, I knew I knew to back it up a little bit. I hit the brakes, and I'm like, am I slowing down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there <laughs> uh, comes the line. Okay, sure. Well, then in the in the uh, big rack, I, like I said, I try to praise. Like, I'm aware and everything. We were 10 car lengths back, five car lengths back. I was you so bad on this deal. Five car lengths back, seen the wreck happen, hit the brakes, and I'm like, oh, I got it missed. Boom! Never knew I was locked up until I hit AJ. Oh, so and you didn't even you know. Like, you just had sliding. no idea because you couldn't feel it. So that's something to talk about with if it's set up or something we can do with the brakes. But hit the brakes, and I'm like, I'm missing this for sure. Picked up speed. Yeah, so. you had them. They were lit up. I was going to say, as Joel would say, you were they were smoking like a, a busted chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian asked, what is the most frustrated you have been with Freddie on or off the track? Oh, oh, I skipped a question. I was thinking. Well, I, so well, she so was we going to skip it, but I said, I said he yeah. said he wasn't going to fire me. He we never said he wasn't mad at me. We <laughs> talked about it a little bit. So. She was going to skip it. Uh, I, don't know. I, know when the, I know when he was the most mad at me. When? when was that? It was at Dover. 
in the casino. <laughs> oh, this. <laughs> what did oh you do? Oh my god! So this is where Freddie Drunk came from. You know Freddie Drunk. You know Freddie Drunk. I, I haven't. Well, I don't know if I heard. witnessed. I have heard. witnessed Freddie like, in the casino at Dover as well. No, I'm saying like hashtag Freddie Drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like no. when you're that drunk, you're Freddie Drunk. Yes, Chili Bowl. So yeah. we come He's up. Close. It's it's pretty much every night. Come on. Every every outing. I'll say every outing. Anyways. We're at the casino. This was when? Uh, we're in the cup no, car? We were, I don't even know. No, I think we're I think in Xfinity, Xfinity probably. Yeah, I think we're in Xfinity. Um, before I got kicked out. Uh, <laughs> anyways, and uh, we're sitting there playing blackjack. Me, Hemrick, I think Kinsey. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't remember. We're all sitting there. It, hit, it rained, I think, because I think we it was were, all under I think me. I think that's the day we went to a Mexican place with Clint. And yeah. I was drinking margaritas for some idiotic reason all day. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was going to rain the next day. Yeah, early. Yeah. So, I think it was supposed to rain all weekend. Here's Freddie. I wish I had some liquid in this. Here's Freddie. Hey, man. <laughs> all over me. <laughs> Spills his whole drink on you. <laughs> and he's just like, ha. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best part about Freddie drunk. Yeah. And then he started figuring, he's like, ah. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. I Freddy's mean, I'm here. just wearing vodka tonic. <laughs> oh, soda, soda. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, was, I was trying to, you got a stain on your shoulder. I, I was trying to get out of there. Yeah. I was trying to, I saw like something. All that is, is <laughs> burned into me, etched into me as a Freddie drunk. What about in the car? In the car, man. I'm perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, I would have to say it'd be a speedway race. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like every once missing in a while, a, missing, missing a, a block or missing a run or something like that. Other yeah. than that, uh, there's nothing that you could. You drove me into a wreck or I don't know. No. I think it's just been a speedway race, but I can't. Freddie's got one. that personality. You can't really get mad at him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, we can try. You can try. Some yeah. people have a harder time than others, but I oh. promise you, Megan, Megan, <laughs> Megan's perfected getting mad at me. I promise yeah. you. That. Oh, where are we at? Saeed's? Oh, she was that. just sitting in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's not the first or last time yeah, that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Probably she sat in the car waiting for you. Yes. Well, she had. I think she had had enough of Freddie drunk that night. So, yeah. so Clint and Laura, they they acted a lot like Freddie and Megan. Mm. And then it got to the point to where Laura just left Clint wherever he was. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter where we were. It'd be like, where'd, where'd Laura go? Well, she went home. It's like, well, uh, that's 45 minutes from here. How are we going to get <laughs> ass home? But it's good. that day's coming yeah. for him. Like, yeah. it's going to start yeah. coming where she just flat she out leaves him. Yeah. <laughs> Any day. All right, All right next question. Let's, let's just quickly answer Amanda's question. Yeah, this um, is my wife. How often do you listen to DVC and Actions Detrimental? Never. Never. I don't listen to podcasts at all. So she does no podcast. Amanda's she, a fan. No, no podcast at all. No, 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 I wonder you knew you weren't. You didn't. You were on and weird. Oh, easy. Just people talking easy. to you. <laughs> just talking to you. Just I want people screaming at. <laughs> a little helpful promotion here. Don't. Tell oh, y'all do a great to, job. I'm yeah, sure. Don't, don't tell people not to listen to podcasts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen. Personal preference. Well, I don't need to go back and listen. I've heard everything we said today. But like, if there's clips of where I'm like, what an idiot award, I'll go back and find. Clip. That's the only time I listen. <laughs> That's a perfect segue. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. What an idiot. There you go. What an idiot. And listen, Amanda listens all she, the time. Oh my God. I get on the car every, every once time. in a while. She'll be. I knew that yeah. was the reason I liked her. Yeah. She'll be yeah. yelling at me about something yeah. I said on here or something. Yeah. Probably. Who's your one idiot? Bubba, do you have oh, one? I got a list. Yeah, there's a yeah, laundry I got one. list here. Raja Karuth. Oh, <laughs> he called him oh out. Just, oh, yeah. straight he's to it. He's straight probably to told him three or four times yeah. since then. Yeah. You should have heard him in that Twitter space. Just, I mean, it was relentless. No, I was going at it. <laughs> going at it. That's Who mine. else? Raja's going to have to, he's going to have to rebrand after this week. <laughs> I'll tell you who one of my favorite ones of the week. I don't know if it's going to be my official one idiot, but one of my favorite ones was Austin Hill in the Xfinity race. Did you see him come down pit road in third gear running? Oh, the- oh yeah. Running yeah. The- hey, I, I can't talk. I know. You can't say shit. I did that at Martinsville. <laughs> at least it wasn't. A, that was a 35 mile pit road. True. This one was Ooh. a 60 yeah. where you run. I mean, yeah. when he hits that line and just drives away oh. from everybody, I was laughing. I seen a replay. I was laughing. We did Dover in second gear when you were Dell Jr. I think that's back when they were running first gear there. Mark. And we oh, were uh, that's that's back with Fireball Roberts. Yeah, Bubba touched on my one idiot was almost Bubba because we were short on fuel and we I'm like man just get back here and just ride around the back don't don't get near this wreck. All right, and here we yeah. are. <laughs> brakes locked AJ. up, sliding Boom. in. I'm like, you son of a. B-. As the brakes are locked up, I'm like, if he hits something, I'm gonna kill him. Oh yeah. Oh, I hit that motherfucker <laughs> solid. And they were like, that is the car's worst. even better now. You made it better with that hit. <laughs> Thanks, next. Gen. That's the worst because as a spotter, you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna be back a little bit. We're gonna, we know they're getting ready to wreck, so we're gonna miss it. Then you look up there and your guys just taking this yeah. big run and into I, the pack. The, you're the, like, the no. one thing that yeah. sc- the the thing that screwed me up was. I had just John Hunter was like not leaving our bumper, and I'm like, no, I gotta wasn't. go tell him. So I, so I went down, and I went me. to foot Blanche. I'm like, yo, we're short on fuel. We gotta run a couple more laps. Go around me. Yeah. Don't be behind me because I didn't want him behind us if they did wreck. Like yeah. you don't want anybody on your bumper. So I was, of course, I'm going down. He's like three people down from me. So I go down there, tell him get off my bumper. Like get it. so then he does. Thank God. And as I'm getting back, they're piling. I'm like, ah, I'm trying, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when he was, they were getting ready to wreck earlier on too, and we're back there. We're just saving fuel and. I told I told Blanche, told him like, look, the dangerous spots are end of the backstretch, off of four there when they're coming right at you, and in right into one there when things kind of get tight sometimes. And I'm like, don't when you're in, it's hard when you're riding around the back because you got to watch your car and you got to watch this going up here. Yeah. And if you got a guy right on you, you don't want that when you're back there. No. So you're like, no. you try to prevent things back yeah. there. Dare I ask, Brett? Whoever within the Ford Motor Company camp has decided to not have any branding on the front of the cars, that's stupid. Like you can't they don't have see a blue oval. No, they don't have the only thing they have is the dark horse, but it's the same color of the grill, so it's like tone on tone. You can't see it. Hmm. But my what an idiot is is a guy that over the winter and I love tattoos. I have several. Oh um, the guy that got the number seven tattooed on his ass, Freddie Kraft. That's my what an idiot. What? I, got I didn't a, know I that. Got, I got a, It's because I'm going to go spot for Corey next year. I don't know what to say. Fire. <laughs> You didn't know he got a number seven tattooed on his ass? Listen, it, it looks like a really small seven because he's got a big ass. But nonetheless, it is the number so seven. So here's what happened with that deal. So we're in Key West. It's me, Megan. It's me, Megan, Duggar, and, uh, and Tara. 
And Duggar's got this great. He's like, let's all go get tattoos. I may have and seen I'm like, you've seen. I yeah, seen yeah, a picture. Yeah. That's right. That's and right. Uh, I was like, all right. Like, I don't have any tattoos. I'm like, I don't care. Did Duggar get one? So we were gonna get. We we're all gonna get one. And we were we were on our way to Freddie Drunk at this point. <laughs> and, uh, and and uh, so we go in there, and I always wanted to get a Billy Joel lyrics. So I was like, I'll get that. It can't take too long. And Megan, wait, 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 which one were you? I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. <laughs> But, and that's not going to uh, take too long. Isn't but, Billy Joel the preacher? No, that's preacher? Billy Baldwin. That's Joel Osteen. There you go. <laughs> which, uh, so, that's so then, what he... <laughs> which, were you going to get it on a cheek or your No, lower? I was going to get it on my back. <laughs> Billy oh, you're going to get a lower back? Tank? Yeah, like a tramp stamp. Um, <laughs> so we go in there and the guy's like, I said, how long does that take? He's like, ah, probably an hour. I'm like, well, I'm not laying here for an hour. <laughs> like, that's not... So then I'm, Megan was getting this little uh, hedgehog because our dog loves hedgehog toys or whatever. So she's getting after the dog. And I'm like, I'm not laying here for an hour. While this, I was like, put a seven on my ass because like, it was our seventh anniversary of the day. So, so, so this year, so we're going away this year with Doug. I said, I'm going to get another tattoo. I'm just going to cross this. I'm going to make the seven into an eight. Like, you know, like it's just like disconnected yeah, yeah. somehow. Yeah. You should have done like the little Roman numerals. just kept adding numerals. Should, should we go back to the one idiot segment? Not, wait, this sounds like a Duggar. Is that was Duggar's idea, wasn't so, it? So, yeah. So then when they said all these tattoos, Duggar was going to get the, um, what do you call it, like the buoy, the Key West, the southernmost, southernmost point, point thing. He wanted to get that, and they were like, that's going to take a couple hours. And so we were yeah. like, you know what? We're out. Well, that <laughs> was his plan. You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Duggar's going to go to, yeah, I want to get that. Oh, but it's going to take long. Go ahead and get yours, Freddie. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. it scares me. Like, it doesn't scare me, but like, I'll be walking. I get in the shop. I'm like, what the f- is on my oh never mind I got a tattoo back there now it's, <laughs> I, you to wear, no you should be good now right? no I'm good no, oh. no I was like I was like just the number just the tattoo being there I was like oh. I look I'm like whoa there's a well, that's like <laughs> that's like I think of my tattoos I forget that I have tattoos I think of the one on my shoulder but then they're like didn't you get a rich petty one I'm like oh did yeah it on my not on my ass below my ass cheek <laughs> did wow. you have who's your one idiot <laughs> I mean, I can't believe we haven't covered it yet. I know. Like, I figured you're gonna get to this. I have that one on my list, but I'm hey, gonna let we you go. We go on racing again. No, this is mine. Was mine was truck racing. We looked at each other oh, and well said that, that guy yeah. won the what idiot award during when it happened. I I mean, I don't know how we. I gotta give it to the 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 bad teammate. In well, that's what I, I, I was gonna go there. Yeah, I, mean, I was I, not gonna call him an idiot. I was gonna call him. An well, probably, yeah. There's. I mean. Oh. Well, like, how like, do you oh. do that? I mean, I we're the reason. I, I mean, the reason I involved in this is because my guy was starting fourth behind the guy on the outside and we always assumed that like that guy's ducking down so we're gonna be up there by ourselves so you're looking out back for some help right i mean you got to get linked up with someone back there or whatever and i mean if i'd have known the 20 was going to be pinned up there i just would have pushed him yeah and, and listen what we're talking about is um venerini motorsports who have they, they've had a history they've won six or seven arca races in a row they didn't i don't think they won last year but this, Very is, competitive. this is how they do it they, they have a green white check. every arca race has a green white check restart i think and they have a teammate restart. The two of them get hooked up, and then nobody can touch them. Um, and I let the last three ARCA races I spotted were for at Speedways for Billy Venerini. I think two of them were Drew Dollar, and I forget who the other one was. Sorry. And we were the ones that were allowing the teammate restart. And not, like, that's that's a 100% decision. Like, Billy obviously would like that because that's his team, and he wants his team to win no matter what. But th- it's up to the driver. And my point, like, I, I tweeted that I thought it was a and I still think it's a move. Not that Gus wanted to race. I know Gus had a lot of things to race for. His grandfather just passed away. He wanted to win the race. If you want to win the race, fuck, that's race. fine. Race, race. It out. But yeah. when they say, hey, you know, let us in, and you say yes, that's like, like if you want to get up there and they ask you and go, hey, you want to you let the 20 in? No, I want to race. I'm going to let the 73 push me. Let's go heads up and see who wins. Yeah. I'm 1,000% fine with that. We talked about that yesterday. That's what we were going to do. If it wasn't, you know, even, I don't, like, 
That's how you're supposed to do it. I would never expect Bubba. Like, if I go, if Tyler comes to me and goes, I wouldn't even ask Bubba the question. Like, I'd be like, Tyler, go, hey, you want to let us in? I'd be like, no, like, we're not doing that. We're going to yeah. race. Yeah. But, like, don't, you can't, you can't say, yeah, I'm going to let you in. And then on top of that, not, not on top of not letting him in, you jump the restart. Like, yeah. Gus fires first. Yeah. Like, that's what, and then, like, Jake, and it changes your whole mindset if you're Jake, because Jake, for one, did a phenomenal job. He, he um, has come a long way. He's he's kind of a little bit of rambunctious, um, but he's he's fast and he's talented. He makes mistakes sometimes. He but I thought really he did a race. really good job that yeah, night. He did. he did. And when you and you put that guy in that position to where he's expecting you to let him down, he's not expecting to have to have the best jump. He knows what's getting ready to happen. I just got to get rolling here. This guy's gonna drag, let me down, and then we're gonna get hooked up and go. Yeah, now you're behind. And now all of a sudden, like he's sitting there, and all of a sudden he sees the guy next to him fire first, and that's like, oh, in panic mode. Like you're, and then he goes down. I don't. They didn't make it a lap before he got wrecked, right? I mean, no, no, we didn't so make a lap. I just thought that was. I thought that it's was definitely. Complete. A, it reminded me of um, Indy a handful of years ago at the big track. Whenever um, Kyle and, and Martin were on the front row, and um, oh yeah, Kyle Martin kept letting. I think Martin kept letting Kyle down or something. Whatever, like Kyle was the benefactor. Then when it was their turn, no, yeah, they're <laughs> like no. And then you go when they pop into our view and the one they're both sliding to the outside wall, wrecking. Yeah, that's when Adam Stevens about got his ass whooped. <laughs> yeah, that was okay, close. tough guy. Okay, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I thought you were going. I thought you were going to Ben Rhodes because we talked oh, about yeah, that. Already, ben, <clears throat> Ben, a, Ben a, tried to do the old. Um, he had a tire going middle. Out. Yeah, I know, Walsh's, I know, but uh, you still Walsh like. But that's why you. Yeah. That's why you don't risk doing that move. Like I get it; it works sometimes. But the time it doesn't work, now you, you've opened yeah. yourself up to be called what an idiot because, mm. like he what I don't, did you watch it? Like he splits the middle, tries to everybody's lineup, and then and then blend in to get the lucky dog. But that it'd well, be great. What if, what if Gus? Go back to Gus for a second. What if Gus <laughs> said, "I'm gonna let him down." He had four minutes, three to four minutes to change his mind. Like, what if he changed his mind? I said so. I think it's communicating that. Yeah, like I don't like it's. I I don't think I think he changed his mind before he answered that question. I think he knew the whole time. Heck yeah, he knew. I'm he not, said it in his interview. Yeah, he, he said he said I, he said I didn't have it in my heart to do that. I I, I know. I listen. I get it. He wants to win a race. His grandfather. So passed it was away. a mental tactic, is what it was. Yeah, I think it was just. I, I'm this. This is my. This is my easiest path to win this race. And I don't think he. I don't think he was going to beat the 20 straight up right no, there not and chance. i think the thing the only way he was going to get it out get it was to do that and he basically just took his lunch took his lunch the, money the, the, the problem with the arca race is that like in our cup racing we talked about yesterday like if it's a green white checker you're probably splitting the lines locking out the front row and then you can control everything from there the arca race the bottom line has such an advantage because i feel like every time the front two or three guys get going but the from third on back or fourth on back starts filling, filling in holes and the top lane falls apart really quickly, especially on a restart like that. So, you know, you know if you stick that guy up there and just race side by side with him into one, the chances are he's gonna fade and you're gonna be in control. And I think he's that he knew he yeah. wasn't gonna beat him and that was his only shot. So I can watching that you know how watching out of turn four, Brett, when they're coming at you, you can tell the cup drivers, these guys are really good. They're in line. There's not any really. Except Bubba, he's a little faded left. Yeah, a little left. <laughs> <laughs> but they know what they're doing, dude. In that Arca race, when they come out of four and they're side by side, <sighs> there is. It looked like, uh, like you took, like sidewinder. Just dude, boom. it was. Yeah, it was. So it's bad. bad. It's so. It's so scary. Bad. Like these guys, and then, and then they all think they can side draft and do all that stuff, and they can't. And it's really scary. Yep. All right, let's move on to DBC picks for Atlanta. 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 At Atlanta. ATL. At Atlanta. Okay, gotcha. Bubba, you're not allowed to show on the show anymore. <laughs> Good lord. Um, I don't, we need like a sheet. Oh, yeah, there's no sheet. 
Yeah. Who picks first, me? Just go for it. I don't know. We're, uh, we're we gotta, where's gonna, the finish? We're just going to roll. It had to be me. We need the Justin, finish. Who'd you have? Justin Haley was, uh, he had if a Fire and you, it takes three seconds to look at the finish. Yeah. I'll go first. Okay, just go first. Whatever you want to do. Let's do all the things. Who do you, you think is going to win this weekend, Bubba? You? <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're not renting because Bubba put 14 jinxes on us early in the show. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. I, am I allowed? Oh, Freddie, you're last. Oh, you, wait. You pick first with Stenhouse, oh. then Brett with Haley, then you. I go, and then TJ. So, Freddie, you go first. Corey LaJoy. I'll, I'll take Ricky Stenhouse. Who did you take, Freddie? Corey. I will. I'm not picking. No, you're not oh, picking. Yeah. You pick at the end. Pick who you think is going to win. Can't pick yourself. I'll take Justin Haley. Mm. I'll take uh, I'll take Briscoe. Mm. You're, you're using up some good picks early in the year. Am I? Really? Yeah, is he? I mean, Bubba. Yeah. A lot of unknowns. With two questions. What can fans expect in Atlanta? Is it similar to a Daytona with Oh, I got to give you land. I forgot oh. about it. Yeah, well, answer know. these questions. And, I'm and gonna then, <laughs> who's your pick to win? Uh, I'm gonna go since my picks don't matter. I'll go Chase. I'll go the nine car. Okay. Um, and then, what can we expect? Yes. Oof. Atlanta's treacherous, man. I'm gonna be interested to see how much it's weathered from the fall to now, because just from year one to year two. Wait, was year one the? Last year? No, we no, 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 that's right. That was, Next was gen was the same year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is year three. Like it changed so much. Like qualifying, bro. Uh, fingers, fingers crossed. Like sketch. Yes. Yeah. Super sketchy. Super rough. The like race is pretty sketchy. You're hip, hitting bumps and like we. I would love twenty minutes practice. Remember when I think it's going to get to the point where. It's gonna get so weathered, and we're not gonna know until the first car goes down the racetrack. Well, we get we get Boom. we get a little practice. Yeah, kind, kind of. of. We get we get pit road <clears throat> practice. Yeah. We just have to haul ass for a lap. <coughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so no practice, straight into qualifying. Straight into qualifying. Pit, pit road practice, and then mm-hmm. remember the start of the Xfinity race. Everybody went to three and about right. This no practice yeah. is a dumb ever. Yes. By the is. way, tell us how you really feel. I just did, and Bubba just since, agreed with me, since, which means I'm right. Since Brett retired <laughs> from spotting, he's been saying. I know. This. Yeah. I think it's stupid. It is. I think we need to. Like you have you have these cars that have issues in qualifying, and announcers get on there and say, "Well, wouldn't have this issue if there's qualifying or if practice. practice." Yeah, the announcer's right. Like, yeah, like you I mean, show I, up and you you look like. I remember last. You remember last year with Travis? Travis had never made a launch. He can't like his first. Oh, yeah. or they're trying to go parking lots around here, trying to figure out a place where he can practice launching off pit road because that was going to be the difference in whether or not he made the Daytona yeah. 500. And like, if he yeah. has 20 minutes of practice, he can just sit there and do that for the whole 20 minutes. Yeah. But like, it's just, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. yeah, there's a few things they could. I mean, even you want to go group qualifying for ARCA. That's, oh my that's as dumb as Just line them up the, and qualify the, them, the, please. The play, the play, the, like, the, and the way they do it is my favorite. Oh. Like, draw out of a hat for groups. So you could just end up with, obviously, ARCA's got some guys yeah. in there that probably don't belong in there. So you put, like, one Venerini car with, like, all the Wayne yeah. Peterson cars. And, and they're, like, five yeah. seconds off. Yeah, yeah. Like not, not like a lot. Yeah. 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 You ought to see the, the commotion on the roof for ARCA qualifying. It is a madhouse. Oh. People are trying to make plans. I was like, just go out yeah. there. And Here's the plan. This guy's going to leapfrog this guy. He's going to push you. You're going to let him go around the outside. Then you're going to get in front of him, and then we're all going to be 10 crawlings apart and not make the race. Yeah. Which uh, which tracks you got circled this year? Those ones you're, you're going to win. Uh, Vegas, Kansas. Basically, Jimmy Johnson's schedule. There's a reason why Jimmy Johnson came over to Toyota and then made his schedule all mile and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota. 
<laughs> so uh mile and a half to look really forward to. Um honestly we were talking um we made such a big leap last year. Um the only track that I can say is a weakness right now. Sonoma? Ch- Chicago, Sonoma. Like it's still the road courses, can't, but can't say anything bad about Chicago on here. That's true. Um but man, Richmond was a, a place where I usually struggled. We went up in lead laps, and yeah. our finish didn't really show how good we were. Uh, Texas, I, I pulled Booty aside uh, after we made the playoffs. I said, Texas is going to kick our ass. Qualify on the pole, lead a bunch of laps, choke on the finish. That but, car was good at Texas. Yeah, stupid good. Um, so I'm looking forward to a lot of the races this year, to be honest with you. How much are you leaning on Reddick? Not um, much. He's little. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be careful. Um you know, Reddick's fast everywhere, and so you you try to just have that mentality of just basically send it, right? But I think you have to be methodical with that. And I think if I've been really saying a lot about 2014 Bubba, like I'm trying to bring that back because that was all confidence there, you know, running with the best of the best, beating the best of the best. And I feel like Reddick has that. And it's like, all right, well, let's see. Let's bring that confidence back because at the end of the year, we were – we were running right there with him, you know. Uh, so I knew – Amanda asked me, how's Reddick going to be when he came over? And I was like, kid's going to kick my ass. He's fast. So it, it made me step up and, and deliver more. But now I feel like, you know, I'm kind of – you know, we're both helping each other climb the ladder, if you will. Um, so it should be a good year for both of us. I'm excited. So year – this is 15, year 15 for us, mm-hmm. starting year 15. Yep. This, in my opinion, maybe since I, – I don't remember this in 2014. This is the best mindset I've seen you come into a season with. Do you agree with that? 100%. I mean, and what, what – is that just confidence coming off of last year, you think? Yeah. Confidence coming off last year. And, you know, for the last three years, I've been racing to prove you wrong, prove you wrong, prove you wrong, prove people over here wrong. What the f*** does that matter? Go out and race because you know how to race and win races and go have fun with it, Right. You know, I got caught up in all the BS that came my way and, you know, whatever. But it's like, let's get back to how it was, right? And, you know, I came up from – 2014 was my last solid year of competition. I remember. Yeah. Because then I went through (laughs) – went through hell at Roush. And then the year we ended up doing really good. Peace out. You're out. You know, we're fourth in the points or whatever. Um and then, obviously, struggled with the 43, had glimpses of hope every once in a while. But then 23 came about, and we had a new life brought into you, but I was still carrying over the mindset of I got to prove everybody wrong instead of, hey, man, you are f- good and you're here for a reason. Go out and find that and go have fun with yeah. that. So right. You, uh, you wear your feelings on your sleeve. I, I love that about yeah. you because not all the guys do, you yeah. know. Um, but, man, you deserve this. Yeah, thanks. And that's, that's the thing that thanks. you don't need to struggle with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for Get sure. Out. And I think I think like even even like being at the shop now, like instead of just even after a bad race, like last night I was super pissed. I was super frustrated, and I found myself like I don't know how it came across in interviews, but I was laughing and and tried to put on a persona, but obviously still pissed. But kind of managing your emotions in a better way, right? Um, but then like even going to the shop here in a minute for our meetings is damn. Eric, cut that. Yeah, please cut that. <laughs> just beep, just beep, hey, just beep out shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, what's he saying? 
going at airspeed to have our debriefs like i have a shit ton of questions that i want to figure out on like if we went back to daytona tomorrow like okay i'm invested in this how do we make both of our cars better and to not show up the way we did and, and not have the same finish yeah well, thank you, Bubba, for joining us. Yep. I cannot wait to see that money line teal paint scheme on track this yeah, weekend. Yeah. Money teal. I can't. I can't. I'm and, not going to miss it. So. Uh, You'll miss it. Don't forget, everyone who's listening, be sure to subscribe to our new Door Bubba Clear YouTube channel. I hear there's going to be a competition between us and Denny's podcast. So, I don't know. Bubba, maybe you just the tell co- people to uh, subscribe to ours over Denny's would be a, a great suggestion that's fine do that that's easy easy. (laughs) either way thank you bubba thank y'all for joining us and have a great week check out dirty mo media twitter facebook tiktok and Instagram.